Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another 42 level with Alice Kennedy. This is episode 265, and here with me is always the Twilight Princess of all games himself, Mr. Andy Orkart. As always, I'm as trying always, to use this hat. I'm trying to use this hatchy thing and see just to select them all. Is I'm just going to use shift and do. No, you just like you know how you would highlight stuff like text, like hold yeah. down your mouse cursor and then just highlight the whole thing. Yeah, but there's 300 games. Yeah, I mean, it scrolls down super fast. It only takes, like, I'm using 15 seconds. Uh, my, my monitor's in the blink. It keeps flickering. <laughs> so I might need to... I've got a TV up here. I can just use an HD cable. I'm just lazy and can't be putting this in the bin <laughs> and changing it over. Right, hold on. Let me get this to the bottom. Right, so how how do I get all the things now? What do I do? Right-click it or something? Right-click it and then get album... Download um, box art for selected yeah, games. Yeah, download box art, that's it. Perfect, that's brilliant. Like, see, with the Neswin, it done it automatically. Yeah, it would do it for this, but it didn't. And, like, I thought, I'm not bothered by that, and then you showed me the screenshot, and I was like, ah, man, that looks so much better. Like, my Nes is also nice. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does. Because you've you seen mine, didn't you? And it's just, like, the wee SNES cartridge picture. SNES cart, yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, nope, so, that doesn't yeah. entice me to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the... Do you want to discuss your feelings about it just now, or are you saving it for... Oh, we'll save it for the we'll save it for the game part. We'll save it for the game part. Okay, okay. So we will start tonight, listeners, with big screen, we screen. This is the part of the show that we talk about all the TV and all the movies we have watched. And I'm going to be right quick because I've seen two things, Andy, and mm-hmm. I don't have much to say about Gotham. I watched episode six to nine, and it was about Professor Pig, and it was quite gruesome. Like he was torturing victims and pulling mm-hmm. eyes out and all sorts. And I know Gotham can be quite harsh at times, like Fish Mooney spooning out her eye and stuff, but oh, yeah, Professor yeah. Pig was kind of horrible. Um, I watched, started watching Last Man on Earth again, got back into it. Uh, season two, um, jumped back in where I left it off. And this episode was a flashback to with a well-to-do woman who was in a bunker and showed how she coped or didn't through the years. Because in the episode previously, before the season break, last time on Last Man on Earth, uh, they'd seen a drone flying, and they're like, who the fuck has got this drone? And it was her. Um, uh, so, And the Chinese guy died, or the Japanese guy, the guy that was in Lost, he tried to fly a plane, and I went, this plane's going to crash, and he's going to die. And the plane crashed. And he... 
um that was all i watched um didn't have much tv time i watched a bit of the royal rumble because i was up feeding the baby went to work extremely tired the, the <laughs> day after <laughs> didn't really want to watch the royal rumble well i did want to watch it but you know i didn't want to watch it live but you know when you're up that late mm-hmm. and you're having to stay awake i had to put on something but like see baby needs entertain most of the day by like bouncing cradling walking about with her shaking her not shaking her uh, rocking her um you know and uh, i just don't have time to f- get a film like even eating dinner has to be a rush job or one of us at the table one of us sitting next to baby um because she's got colic and all that that i said last mm, week yeah. um she's now got a bit of reflux which if you don't know when you're not a child owner is when you know your stomach produces acid to break up food which we need babies don't need that but my obviously some babies stomachs produce acid which gives them bad heartburn and that's what i'm dealing with just now so it's like you can't help that we've got baby gavis going for a bit it only helps for a small while mm. um i did attempt to watch a film though andy uh, right. called fist fight i don't know if you've seen the trailer for this oh Ice that's Cube. Ice Cube and uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny, isn't it? Charlie from Always Sunny, yeah. He, they're teachers, and uh, basically, I can't remember his name in the film, but I was saying Charlie. Uh, and I don't know Ice Cube's name in it either. I was just saying Charlie and Ice Cube. <laughs> and Charlie uh, was grasped him in, and he was getting fired, so he said he wanted to fight him after school. We watched 40 minutes of this film. There was an hour left, and I'm like, this is just going to be like him shitting himself all day that Ice Cube's going to kick his ass after school, and they're going to end up making up and getting their jobs back. That's what this hmm. film's going to do. And I looked up the synopsis of the film, like on Wikipedia, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. What I predicted. Terrible film, funny in two parts, and for the rest of the time, it was not funny at all. I don't know about the last hour, but I would recommend never, ever, ever, ever try and watch this film. <laughs> I mean, have you seen have you seen the horrible bosses that he's in, Charlie Charlie Day? Yeah, I like the first one. I've not seen Is the second good? one. All right. Because like I always, Jennifer oh, Anderson's good in it, <laughs> right? Because I always see it in a walk, and like I've I've never seen it, and uh, I I do like a lot of the actors that are in it. And I'm like I should really watch some movies. Sure, I'm sure it's on Netflix or Amazon. I mean, it, it probably is, yeah. Um, Jennifer Anderson's like the hot dentist in it, and she like roofies her patients that she fancies and just <laughs> jumps their bones while they're in the dentist chair. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And it's like a plan. I think it. Is that? I'm sure that's the one where they all plan to kill their bosses. I don't know. Like I say, I haven't seen it, so I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's quite good because I'm sure him from The Hangover's in it, and he's head boss, and he's he's the worst one. Right. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's decent enough. I don't know about the second one. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it's a one and done film. Hmm. Definitely. But no, I like uh, don't watch this fight. Like I <laughs> and I quite enjoy most films that Ice Cube's in, and I like yeah. uh, Always Sunny. Yeah. <coughs> So I was surprised that I didn't like this. It had the big fat girl from what's that film that we always get in at work? Was it Pitch Perfect or something? The one where they're dancing in the front of it or whatever. Um, uh, oh, Pitch Perfect is one where they sing. Yeah, and there's a big fat blonde there's comedian girl. Yeah, yep. Deborah Wilson, not... I think her name is. Right. Yep. Yep. No. I think that is. Yep. She she's in this movie, and the funny bit I was talking about was she was a teacher, and she came along and he goes, "Stay away from my kids. Uh, are you on meth again?" She's like just a little bit there's worse things and he's like no I pretty much think that that's the peak and she's like no it's just a gate- gateway drug <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's like no more homemade meth and she's like okay no more homemade and he's like no more meth total and she goes sure gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, that, that bit I laughed at but for the rest yeah. of it it was mostly Ice Cube the bully at school and Charlie acting scared and hiding and stuff. so I was like I'm not interested in this at all. Mm. by the end of it I wanted to fight them both Nice. Fist fight um, will make you want a fist fight. 
Um, did you? Uh, so the only things that I really watched this week were uh, I watched Thor. Sorry, I tell a lie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, because I, I, I thought you watched it as well. So I, I didn't really watch anything else of note particularly. But yeah, I did watch Thor. Well, do you not remember one night during the show? And um, I couldn't really listen to it at the same time. I think it was during show of the year to try and see if it was up there, but it wasn't really. Now, hmm? this has created not only one of the most surprising choices in a film, but one of the best characters in a film. Um, I'm talking about Korg, who I expected <laughs> to sound like the Hulk, who hmm. has got a New Zealand accent that I thought was South Africans, but Nelson told me today, because he watched it last night as well, and he was talking about it, and we all we kept doing together. I'm studying a revolution, if that's something you might be interested in. <laughs> piss, piss off, ghost. <laughs> It's so funny. We're just going to jump in this big spaceship here and get out of here. You coming? <laughs> it's so good. Oh, Meek, he's, de- he's dead. <laughs> oh, he's not dead. Hey, Meek. <laughs> but, um, I-, I would say Thor. It's not as good as Guardians 1 for me, um, or maybe Captain America 1, um, but definitely one of my favorite Marvel films of all time. I would say it's right up there in the top, the top two or three. Maybe the third best Marvel film, I would say, to me. Uh, Guardians is my all-time. F- I don't know. I'll need to make a list. We'll need to decide. Mm-hmm. That. I haven't done it for a while, but I'm I'm positive Guardians. I would say, yeah, I would go and say Guardians is my all-time favorite Marvel movie out the cinematic universe. Um, I don't know. Is this better? Yeah, maybe this is second. I don't know, but it's I really enjoyed it. But what my my only issue with um oh, okay, first of all, I, I we're going to ruin Planet Hulk. Yeah, and what they done in this that I felt was they kind of condensed it in a way that made made enough sense. Film they didn't go into too much detail, but they swapped kind of Hulk's role with Thor. That's what I felt like. It was um, the Warbound was like meant to be Korg, not like Thor's buddies. But anyway, it worked for me. I'm just kind of disappointed we didn't get a complete Planet Hulk movie, but that's the closest we're going to get. Um, but the only thing that annoyed me was Thor. Thor's character is no longer Thor from any of the previous movies. This is now Thor that Chris Hemsworth played in, you know, the adverts with me and Daryl, where he keeps the hammer <laughs> in the drawer. You know the ones I mean for like ah, whatever yep. advert it is. That's no, that's that, what that he's. Was just a, that was just a kind of like yeah, but, thing they did. No, I know, but see the way he was portraying Thor in that. <laughs> that's what yep. he's brought into this movie, whereas Thor before was a bit different. He was kind of more wasn't accustomed to human things like I like this drink, another I drink like a Viking kind of thing. Whereas now he's just kind of a sort of almost airhead in a way. See you know see, like I, strongest Avenger and I'm like mm. See, I, I, I do disagree a little bit because yeah. like especially with the like see from Thor one, right? There's kinda there's almost two Thors going on there, which is the like the fish out of water one where where he is like, oh this drink I like it and other like all that sort of shit, which is goofy and funny. And uh, then you've got like the big series as Guardian, like yeah. Doth, Doth, Mother, Drake, Doth, Nabra, Doth, all that, all, yeah. all that sort but of shit. This yeah, film like, didn't have that Thor. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was that's all been kind of gone away, and he's got a little bit wacky. Um, and I think I think probably in terms of like his character, what they've probably maybe done it's justified that he's met the humans and he's kind of changed the yep. way he is because of that. Yeah, yeah, that I think that his perspective of the worlds and all of, of the yeah. whole everything has, has been changed a little bit by being interacting with these absolutely crazy characters and i mean you mm. can see that like even the beginning of this film when he's like uh, meets dr strange and all that 
Yeah, but see when he's even talking at the start, that's a bit strange. Mm. I like this one, and clearly mm. Chris Hemsworth did because uh, I read an interview where he wasn't too the set of Thor one or two, and I loved Thor one. I thought it was great, but Thor two yep. wasn't a good film at all. Terrible. Um, however, he says now that he's got another love for the character, and he feels that he's found his feet, and he's kind of rethinking because he was meant to be out his contract now. Mm. So he, we might see him doing another Thor movie if they allow him. Maybe if they allow him on as a producer or some sort of extra role to mm. like help. What I want though is a Korg movie. I want Korg <laughs> the movie with Korg and Meek. Like honestly, you rode a hammer. The hammer rode you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I spun the hammer and it pulled me off. Oh, the hammer pulled you off. Oh. <laughs> like honestly, it's, that's all I'm doing. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, the only people that showed up was my mum and her boyfriend. Who... <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that voice. I expected no. from reading Korgs in the comics. Uh, not Korgs, I can't remember his race, but the Korg people, because there's more than one in the comics. Mm. Um, yep. And they were saying, um, I, I was like expecting a Hulk-style voice, but it wasn't. Mm. It was like, that was the best choice. And the fact that it was the director, absolutely genius casting to cast himself in that role, I think. He was so funny. Um, Hulk was kind of funny. No team, only Hulk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like little puny fire hawk like raging fire <laughs> I, I did really so like funny. how they did they did hawk in this one because he's he actually had like a bit of personality rather than just yeah. being the but rage monster again again i think that's because he'd been the hawk for two years so it kind of evened out a bit you know what mm. i mean whereas usually it was just used in moments of rage to beat somebody up and then he was brought back down by uh, natalia usually uh, black yep. widow um, whereas in this one he'd been allowed to be Hulk so he'd kind of Hulk was kind of happy with how he was and he'd mm. kind of got a bit of personality because in the movies going by the timeline he'd always been kind of kept at bay because obviously the <coughs> movie was the kind of mm. first one um, with the Hulk and it's the first MCU movie um, I wish they would just remake that with fucking uh, Mark Ruffalo now as much as I like Dead for not I just wish they would remake it with him to make it I fit mean, better I, I wish they would give him his own movie but they can't because Universal wants some money from it and Disney will yep. write the bullet on so they've got the rights for him if he's featured with other characters but they don't have the rights to standalone Hulk films sadly I think but yeah, I think, lot, that, that, I think they have to pay Universal every time he's like casting a yeah, movie they do. Like, and if it's a solo Hulk film I think it's a big big fee and Universal yeah. would need to be credited at the start and whatnot and Disney I, I think I think essentially like Universal has to not like uh, what was it distribute i think universal has to distribute they've got like distribution rights for hulk movies something like that because marvel marvel had their hand in that hulk movie because it was a marvel studios like movie yeah but of course universal universal distributed it so like they've got some sort of major hold over the hulk that for some reason marvel can't get it back yeah, but it's a bit like um, was it Fox had um, Star Wars and the rights are ending up going back to Disney now. Um, I think Disney, uh, you know how they own the original Star Wars in their original form. Right. Okay. Yeah, the original cut. So that's yeah, that's why they've never right. released them. But I think Disney's latest statement was the final cut from George Lucas was the final cut as far as we are concerned. Hmm. So. I don't think we're going to get them as much as folk moan. But then again, Disney aren't going to throw money. How many hundreds of those, thousands of those, millions of those of Blu-ray, even 4K, like, would sell like fuck, you know, if they released the original theatrical versions of Star Wars. Like, folk have been crying out for them for years to be released in Blu-ray, and they haven't yeah. been able to. I mean, I think that's the sort of thing that once the, the Fox 
uh, Disney deals done and dusted and, yeah. and whatnot, and what all the dust settles. That'll be one of the things that you'll see. Like, I think it'll probably take until episode nine's out on Blu-ray, and then you're yeah. gonna see like the episode one to nine 4K Blu-ray set with set. all yeah. with all the additions on it. So like, the, you'll get the original theatrical <laughs> cut. You'll get the like the director's cut, the what the special edition cut, the, and all that sort of shit. So yeah. I cannot wait for that, man. Like, honestly, like, I've ordered The Last Jedi in 4K, even though I didn't like it, but mm. I've got... It, it It doesn't matter. It's not like I'm getting rid of it. The only copies I got rid of Star Wars was the VHS, because I don't have a VHS player, <laughs> but I've got my yeah. DVD copies of Star Wars still here. I've got the Blu-ray copies. You know, it's not like I'm going to get rid, uh, and I'll buy the 4K complete set that will guaranteed come out and be about £200 at the time. Yep. That's what I was thinking as well. It'll be like £200 if it's all Easily. Easily. Easily, so but that's what I we, just that's wish. What do you know what I wish? They, I hope, they, I hope, um, I hope they release like Rogue One in 4K and like do like the you know like um, Obi Wan Kenobi or whatever it is next year or two years from now and they release do his Han Solo in 4K as well. But I'm worried about Han Solo because there's been absolute fuck all marketing and it's out. Like this is the end of January today. Hmm. Um, well tomorrow, you know what I mean. But like, yeah, there's, there's no marketing and that film's out in just under a month. It's like. Is no, it? it's May. Sorry, it's May. Right. I tell a lie. Oh, even May. at that, holy March. fuck! Even at that, there's been nothing. Wow. No trailers. Nothing. One image that leaked, like, and that's geez. it. I thought that <laughs> yeah. was like what? end of the year. No, May. That's out. May the twentieth, wow. and it's been set in stone because it was meant to actually be last year at first, but obviously right. the, the directors fell out or whatever, um, and they had to replace them a bit like the Ant Man debacle. But I mean, yep. Disney won't put out a shite Star Wars movie. I'm confident in that, to be honest with no. you. Um, but like. I'm kind of worried the fact that, what, say four months and there's not even a teaser, let alone a full trailer yet, but what everybody's saying is they're not going to go a teaser route, they'll just do a full trailer at the Super Bowl and Sunday. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, that that would work. Um, I mean, they just put out the, the first teaser trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp today, and that's out yeah. in July. Yeah, but that's out in July. That's that, but We've had nothing, like, we're four months to this movie launches, and mm. one bit of leaked artwork that Disney denied at first, saying it wasn't yeah. official. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Ant Man the Wasp has had like plenty of like uh, plenty PR of, and like, stuff, uh, like Comic Con and stuff, yeah. Well, not not even that. More like they've released like official images and things like that. Out oh to, yeah, yeah, yeah. To press with like the costumes and that sort of but, shit. I mean, and all, all we all we've got from Han Solo was what um, the cast list and maybe the, a couple of um, day the, one the, photos or something. The title card, the title yeah. card, and the cast list. That's it. <laughs> That's, that, that's what worries me about it but hmm. well, maybe it's because the director's making changes that, that they need to make a trailer that's going to be representative like perhaps that's, like probably, last, that's probably right perhaps last year when the new director came in they had a trailer ready but then the new the new director was like no no I see this happening this way and Disney's went ah oh, okay um, and they've let them change it um, but do you know we'll who the director is now? Mm, I did but I don't know off my heart it's, uh, it's, it's Ron Howard Right. Do you do you remember who that is? The only director that instantly go ah right cool uh, like Steven Spielberg and stuff like that like <laughs> even James Gunn today at work I was like who oh the Guardians yeah I don't pay attention to directors. Ron Howard uh, he was in he he was one of the actors in Happy Days. Do you remember the kind of ginger guy? Yeah. So he was that that was Ron he not Howard, right? his brother. Uh, he might have been his brother. I can't remember, but um. He's he's like directed a bunch of movies. Um, hold on, because I can't remember. He did Apollo thirteen. Uh, he did uh, A Beautiful Mind. He did what's the other ones? 
He's been in Arrest Ooh. Development. A lot of episodes, he's fucking brilliant in Arrest Development because he 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 does he the narration for it. He does all the narration, so like he so does all the voiceover for it, and he <laughs> does uh, he plays himself in it as well. In one of the in one of the seasons, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, he plays with himself. <laughs> he plays with himself. <laughs> the hammer, the hammer pulls you off. <laughs> the hammer rolled um, you on, on your back. <laughs> Uh, Richie Cunningham, that was his his name in Happy Days. Uh, where's the what's what he's doing? Doesn't matter to me. It's Star Wars. No, no, but he's he's done some really, really, really good movies. Uh, oh, he did he did Willow. That was it. He did Willow. Right. Fucking amazing movie. He did Backdraft. Yeah, Willow's amazing. Uh, he did Backdraft. He did uh, Da Vinci Code. Did Frost, Nixon, Angels and Demons. Uh, Rush. That thingy movie. Oh, with Chris Hemsworth. With Chris Hemsworth. And all those. Nobody went to see. <laughs> they know sure, I'll be a fairy driver. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, Willow's his, Willow's his best movie. That's a fucking incredible movie. Yeah. Well, see, Han Solo's not out yet. <laughs> but he has, he has previous space experience. Yet. Apollo 13, that is a good movie. You don't need much experience. You don't have to have directed a movie similar. How can you have directed a movie similar to a young Han Solo movie? Like, <laughs> Unless you've done a Star Wars film, there's nothing really that well, similar to Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll wait and see. It's just, you know, it's just very weird. But I reckon, like, now that we spoke about it, that definitely when he came in to direct, that he went, no, 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 that's not the trailer we're releasing. I'll have a yeah. look at the footage. Because yeah. it must have been pretty much done. He must just be in to direct the editing, maybe film a couple of extra scenes or whatnot, because there can't be much shooting going on. Or the, like, it must be wrapped by now. So he came in last now, year yeah. and, like, yeah, it must be wrapped. Maybe, like, I'd say three quarters of the film is done, but I suppose the same kind of thing happened with Ant Man, and it ended up okay. Yeah, Ant Man was alright. I'm really looking forward to the new one <laughs> because I think that, like, now that that's not had the fucking development turmoil of ten years of script oh. rewrites and director changes. And Do you know what like... I think it is, and like the Star Wars ones as well. Disney want Disney wants overall control, obviously. Well, Marvel and Lucasfilm, they're still called, but Disney own them both, so Disney want overall control. And what they do is they want a director that will direct it the way they tell them to. And some of these directors, mm. like the guy that came in for Ant Man, um, Sam Pegg's pal, obviously had Edgar, his own vision. Edgar Wright, like yeah. Edgar Wright, obviously went, "This is how I want it." And they went, "Yeah, that's great." And then came back and went, "Here's all the changes," and like none of his stuff's there. And they're like, "But we kept this one joke." And mm creative control I became a director not to be a puppet if you want to direct it do it and they went you do it this way you don't do it at all ha ha oh boy and he had to leave <laughs> and I reckon yeah. similar happened to Han Solo and um, that's what I think happened with Han Solo as well the the two directors that were in before had a certain vision and Disney went no that's not the way this is going to happen because obviously like with cinematic universes which technically Star Wars is now and with the Marvel one, they have a direction that they need to keep to. You know, you, mm-hmm. they can maybe yep. give them some like creative decisions, but for the most, I'd say, like maybe seventy percent of that movie is all Disney. This is what you have to do, and thirty percent is okay. You can play about, and here's the characters you can use, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of directors like Edgar Wright is going to be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll just do it your way then. Like, why am I here? You know. So yeah, I mean, I think that, I think the thing with Edgar Wright was that. <coughs> It was him and like another guy that wrote the script originally for it and pitched it to Marvel and whatnot as the Ant Man movie and Marvel took it on and there was a bunch of rewrites <laughs> and stuff like that that he was okay with. Um, and he obviously signed on as director and whatnot for the movie. And then I think that after the cinematic universe got big and stuff like that, which I mean, but when they first pitched Ant Man there was no cinematic universe, so there would be no crossover characters or anything like that. But I think the thing the the thing that broke uh, that particular relationship would have been the Falcon being put in there. Uh, and I don't think he would have wanted Falcon in there. 
Like that scene is not as far, right in any way. As far as I, in the he was talking about was that um, they, he didn't really want it part of the cinematic universe once it happened either. His idea, yep. fit, but they were making forced changes of add this in. So you're probably mm-hmm. right. I mean, fair enough, but like, I mean, it's still a good movie, and like his bits in it are fucking great. And I think if he'd just kind of bent over a little bit to like that, and uh, and just continued on with making the rest of the movies on that, I think it would have been still a really good movie. Yeah. Well, I agree. But I'm looking forward to the new one where it's like got a clean slate and it's all fresh, and uh, there's no no turmoil. And I hope Michael Douglas fucking dies in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> But did you watch the Ant-Man trailer? The Ant-Man the Wasp? No. I don't no? Care. <laughs> yeah, I did watch it. I mean, it, it, it's got a couple of like funny moments in that, and a bit it's, it's just a teaser trailer, so it's it's all right. It's so, talking about the Super Bowl earlier, while we're still in the TV section, obviously Super Bowls with the premiere new TV shows, movies, blah, blah. The one that I'm hoping to get a trailer for, Andy, is the Aquaman, even a teaser. Mm-hmm. Any, any I mean, films you're hoping? Um... I don't know. <laughs> I can't even think of any movies that are coming out that Avengers I want to see. I, would, trailer, I mean, maybe? I would imagine there'll be an Avengers trailer. Like, it's just, it's kind of a stick on in it. Like, that's going to be the biggest movie of the year. Almost guaranteed. Uh, and I'm really, I'm really looking so, forward yeah. to it, but I don't, I don't really need to see that much more from it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. in. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. See, my whole thing is like, um, they're, they're talking about rebooting or what after it. Is like, well, how can Guardians three be out like in two years' time then? I mean, I don't think it's a full on reboot to be honest. Or if it Do is, you think a full it's going to be like a soft reboot, as in they'll be replacing Captain America, Falcon, and whatnot, or uh, Bucky. That sort I, of reboot. What I would imagine is that they'll. It's not going to be an actual like quote unquote reboot, right? I I would imagine that with the use of the Infinity Stones. Like it's, I mean, the Infinity Stones are kind of like universe-changing Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you could literally go, oh, Time Stone and what's the other ones? There's Time Stone. There's uh, Reality Stone. Reality Stone. I mean, you can just power. you can just change everything. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just like, you're like, oh, all these people are dead. Oh, we've gone back in time four hundred years. Oh, uh, you never existed ever. Do you know what I mean? Like you could change literally any single thing you wanted. I, I any... do think that yeah. I do think they'll refilmed an after credits featuring the um, the X Men if they're not already added in in secret because um, I think Hugh Jackman would be tempted back because I seen an interview with him that was recent that he said that as much as he's done he always felt that it would have been nice to work with the um, the guys that do the Marvel movies yeah. but he said that it doesn't look like there's any chance of that happening. And I can't. Remember, I don't know if it was Graham Norton or somebody, but they said. But if if that happened, he goes, "Oh yeah, I would love to," you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's like that would take a huge back. cinematic event. Like he would go, "Fucking right, I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, imagine like him up up with Chris Hemsworth and all that, like in the mm-hmm. Avengers. Do you know what I mean? Like Wolverine. That's why I'm always confused, right? And we've talked about this before slightly. Now there's like mixed rights between like uh, the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, yeah, because they were in mm-hmm. two separate teams. Marvel found the loophole, yeah. Mm. so Beast was an Avenger longer than an X-Men so why couldn't they have just went yeah and we're having Beast as well yeah I think it's just to do with where Marvel signed off on the rights for it like back in the day like they signed oh, off they maybe get full rights, rights or, or something yeah for and it would be like X-Men including 
X, Y, Z, Z, and like all, all those fucking characters. Uh-huh. It would have had it, like when they originally signed that deal. It would have had a big, giant fucking list of all the characters that they could use. Yeah, and, and I'm guessing and, you know, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were maybe left off or like optional characters sort of thing. Yeah, and though, well, I don't know about Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. I would imagine that they were part of the X Men deal, but uh, I think over time Marvel has like gradually swapped some of them back and forward. Or like yeah. small amounts to have them. They're like, oh, I, we really want to use like such and such a character for like this movie that we're it was doing. Gar- TV Guardians, show. Guardians one apparently they used a couple of characters that were Fox owned or somebody owned, mm-hmm. um, and they they made a deal with them so that they could use yep. somebody else in another movie. But yep. now that they've came together, and Disney bought Fox, didn't they? So mm. um, I, I reckon definitely if we don't see him in the movie, we're definitely going to get a teaser at the end where somebody wakes up and go. <gasps> Oh, and goes out the house and everything has changed and maybe Wolverine will show up, show up at the door going, are you ready? You know, like some, <laughs> maybe not says um, that line, but, yeah. you know. I mean, I don't know, I don't know necessarily about that because, uh, like, the deal, although it's been, like, announced, right, um, these big, massive company mergers take years to actually finally go through. And, yeah, I mean, it might still, it might still fall yeah. apart. Yeah, but at the moment, I, d- I doubt it. Disney own fucking everything. They oh, don't... I know, I know, but like in terms of like, because it has to go through like all these like, because it's American companies, they have to go through the American court system to ratify the deal and everything like that to make sure that there isn't like being a giant monopoly created. But there is. Which I mean, it kind of is, but I mean, there is a lot, there's plenty of other film companies out there. So like Disney, I, I don't I don't see a real issue with that, but. Uh, until it's actually official on paper, I don't know that we'll necessarily see anything. You could, but however, see, if it see falls you'd... through and mm. Fox can't sell, they'll just sell their assets off to Disney then because they can let the rights convert back yeah. to Marvel or whatnot. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, the 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 one thing though that that could happen is that like you could have say Hugh Jackman show up at the end of it and just not be named. Like you could just have yeah. Hugh Jackman, and everybody will know that okay, he's the guy that played Wolverine. Like chances are he's probably Wolverine, but Marvel just wouldn't be able to say that. Oh, that's Wolverine until, until like later on. Yeah, probably later on down the line. The same way as what they did with like, although that's probably P- more of a Punisher and Spider Man too. <laughs> oh, not that, but like uh, see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe when uh, Spider Man was supposed to be like a kid in uh, Iron Man two. Yeah, and they retconned it in. Yeah, but where, there's where no it's... way to. There's no fucking yeah. way they can. Con the X Men is just being there, but we forgot it has to be oh, no, no. an Infinity War event. Yeah, definitely. has to be because of the stones, because they would have known about the X Men would have reached out for help, like because that's what they would have done. Spider Man would have been in touch with them because he was a mutant. Do you know what I mean? All this that would be a it's cool. More, it's more that like the characters in one of or both of the universes would have spoken about the things the that were happening like in yeah. those events you know what I mean like Avengers like, and, and X-Men as well world ending events happening in the fucking same city <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean so, they would mention no, it it has to be like a realities coming together thing that Thanos manages to do but the, well, we'll move off of that so you can talk about what you've watched yeah. but one last thing the Venom movie I was talking to Nelson about it today there's no fucking chance that's coming out without a reference towards Spider-Man. I do not buy it. I think it'll be tied in in the way the Netflix movies, the Netflix TV series are, where they will, they'll mention the events, maybe a cameo from Tom Holland, even just walking past Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think they're not going to go down that he wants to kill Spider-Man because it's the suit, you know, um, that was from mm-hmm. the Alien Planet. Going from the notes and stuff and what's been leaked, it looks like they're doing the ultimate version, which I thought is the perfect way to do it, where it was a suit created to cure cancer. And it actually turns out to be a parasite as well, even though it does cure cancer and it lacks on. But I definitely think 
even Tom Holland walking past him in the street or like a, a Spider-Man newspaper or something's going to happen. Definitely. There's no way you can do that movie. And they've been clever enough to let them have Spider-Man. I wouldn't be surprised if the Black Cat movie either doesn't happen or doesn't have a mention of Spider-Man, but it might mention Venom. But hmm. I definitely think Venom, at least, is going to mention Spider-Man. What's your feelings on that? And the I rumor that's yeah, I totally agree. That, I mean, the rumor that's gone around is that Tom Holland is going to be in the movie for a, a small portion. I would, I would kind of probably liken it to in seeing Suicide Squad, how Batman's in it. Yeah, that sort of like thing. That, yeah. For like two minutes, yeah. and that's oh, yeah. fine because that's that establishes him as being like in the Spider-Man universe and being uh, the Spider-Man villain. That's totally yeah. fine, uh, and I yeah. think that's the smart way to do it. And Venom, I think Suicide Venom's... Squad did that okay. Venom's too good a character and see with the minute I seen him in Spider-Man 3 I was like he needs to have his own movie like Venom's mm. too big a character on his own mm-hmm. to just be an extra character with two other villains <laughs> um, so like um, doing that this is great I hope it's a good film I hope they don't give him a stupid voice like Bane did when Tom Hardy <laughs> played a villain Simba Simba, Simba! <laughs> you may die when the pride lands is an ashes <laughs> I really hope that they do it well and if they're doing an entire Venom movie I'm sure there's some passion for it. Uh, Tom Holland's the perfect so, Tom Holland, Tom Hardy's the perfect sort of guy that's a bit crazy in real life anyway mm. that would be able to play a guy with like voices in his head and stuff I reckon because I've seen interviews with him where he's like almost like he's, he's not there if you know what I mean. It was Jonathan Ross you can look it up listeners and Andy if you want it's mm. like Jonathan Ross a few years ago interviewed Tom Hardy and he was acting absolutely mental and his accent fluctuates constantly and like his answers right. to the questions were baffling so he's a good cast he's a good casting for that um, but uh, yeah definitely there's no way you can do a that's just about the same as doing a Doc Ock movie without Spider-Man that's what it is mm. it's up there if not Venom, Venom in recent years is more of Spider-Man's main villain than Doc Ock is anyway. Like, you can't do it without something. But yeah, I could see what you mean. Like a sort of cameo, that would be that would be sensible. Like he either swings past and Tom Hardy sees him, or like it's a flashback to like Tom Hardy. Rem- well, sorry, it'll be Eddie Brock remembering obviously mm-hmm. um, what happened. Though my only issue with it is if they ever do come to blows or meet up, Tom Holland's like fucking 15, 16 and Eddie Brock's clearly like he'll be in his late 20s, 30s or something that's a bit weird well I mean Spider-Man's like, oh, Spider-Man's always had that going for him though, like, I mean he's always been the kind of well, Eddie Brock was the same age as him no, Eddie Brock was the same age as him he met him when he started Daily Bugle, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. well I mean it's a different universe well, no, if if he's in it then it's not a different mm. universe it's, it's, it's like no, 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 no. I, mean, I, mean, I mean it's a different universe universe from the comic books the comics that's true because i mean like in the comics they'd full-on planet hulk and we can mm. do you know like i want to hear about what you thought of planet hulk going back to what you've watched um did you think they done planet hulk okay in like a digestible form i don't think they ruined it they didn't like make it go oh they've missed big chunks and it's completely weird now they, they touched on the main story kind of feel of it and they i think they did well for what they done uh, I mean, it was really nothing like Planet Hulk at all, to be honest. Like, yeah. I mean, okay, Hulk the... was in a different planet. He was a, gl- a gladiator in uh-huh. the arena. Yeah. Korg yep. was in it. So how is it nothing like it? Okay, so so the, like, like that it. really that that really <laughs> takes the gladiatorial side of it. Fair enough, but it doesn't take any of the like any of the stuff to do with Hulk at all. Because I mean, Hulk ends up in that 
in Planet Hulk, he ends up becoming like the king of that planet because he wins. Yeah, because he breaks out the arena and, and, like, and then he gets the woman pregnant and he has yeah, he gets the woman Hulk. pregnant and he has the kid. And then the right. woman the, the woman dies and that's And what then he goes him, back to Earth, yeah, and yeah, that's what kills him rage. Yeah, and yeah, that's, but, what, that's what starts off World War. So, but, but, I mean, but do you know what I mean? Like, on a basically, compare this to if you watch a movie that's three hours long, it's like reading a paragraph that sums it up. That's basically what I think they've done in the version, but I don't think they've done it wrong. I don't think they've done it bad. You know, I think it was fine. Like, as a fan of Planet Hulk, like, I, I thought I got enough. I thought, yeah, that's fine. I know we're not going to get yeah, Planet Hulk. Did- to be fair, like I have read Planet Hulk and I've watched the cartoon that they did of it Same. before as well, and mm. I didn't like it that much. Like I thought it, I thought they did it was a kind of real good setup story for World War Hulk, which I which I preferred. But um, I don't but like I think World in, War Hulk. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but in terms of in terms of this movie, like it fitted really well. Like for Thor Ragnarok, because I know we got way sidetracked from that, but uh, yeah. but yeah, for for Thor Ragnarok, I, I thought it worked really well in the story and like the way that Thor came into it and that Hulk was just there and it was the fight between them was actually really good as well. Yeah, I smash you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he's like puny arms. You're the little Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that movie—it was so fucking funny, and I didn't expect it to have so much comedy in it. Uh, oh, I knew yeah. there would be—I knew there would be some because I did get that Guardians kind of tone off of it. But the there whole was, film was Guardians. The whole too. movie, yeah. I mean, this movie was so much better than Guardians Two. Like, I, I would agree with it. Guardians Two, but not Guardians One. It maybe not Guardians One. Like Guardians One was like a, a phenomenal a, debut. Ah, uh, yeah, a unbelievable, great movie. Like I still, um, I still prefer like probably Winter Soldier. Like that's probably still my favorite. Marvel movie, but that's mostly because because the tie to Shield like is just so big. Yeah. I mean, but it's all just a good movie. But I preferred the first one. Um, but yeah, no, I liked especially the bit where um, he sees Hulk and Loki goes, "I have to get off this planet." I was pissing myself at that. And then when Hulk <laughs> done, the, he's smashed from side to side on Thor, and he stood up and went, "That's how it feels." And then, and then he just said, "Sorry, <laughs> just a big fan of the sport." And I thought Jeff Goldblum was excellent, but I was he was. He was, he was brilliant. Like, uh, I've not especially seen after him. credits where he said, uh, uh, So, yay to everyone, well done, and the revolution, even to me. I mean, a revolution needs someone to overthrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he, he didn't like the word slaves and stuff. And what was it? She said, Okay, the prisoners <laughs> with jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was fucking brilliant, now, like, unexpectedly. Because you just kind of think of him as being like, he would be like a quirky throwaway character, but he'd, uh, he was fucking funny. He was more in the movie than I expected. He's kind of mm. almost the main... It wasn't really a villain. Like, he was a likeable villain. Evil, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like, he was doing things for his own entertainment, which is evil in its own way, imprisoning him and whatnot. But it wasn't like, evil! Do you know what I mean? <laughs> ego! So, yeah, evil! No, he wa- ego! He wasn't, he wasn't evil in a sort of, I don't know, like, Ultron way, or, like, even Loki in the first film, or something mm-hmm. like that, or Thanos evil. He wasn't like that. He was just mm-hmm. more like... I don't know what you would call him. I wouldn't even say he was a tyrant, because, like, he was kind of, like, uh, didn't see anything wrong with what he was doing almost at mm-hmm. the end, do you know what I mean? Like, and he was likable, far too likable to be a villain, and I don't know. Nothing, he, nothing he'd done, I felt like, oh, screw you, and, like, I never yeah. felt like Thor was, like, stuck even though he had the thing on his neck, I didn't feel mm. like, oh my God, how is he going to get out of this? I was like, mm. even if Hulk's not there, it's Thor. Mm. So. But yeah, I re- really, really liked the movie. I thought it was fucking brilliant. Really. Did you catch the really Beta funny. Ray Bill cameo? 
Uh, oh, I didn't know. Uh, you know the tower that had all the faces of the champions on it and it had Hulk and okay, then Thor yep. put on? Mm-hmm. Peter A. Bill was below the Hulk. Oh, was he? Fuck, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So oh, I, I, I thought after seeing... I thought after seeing that, perhaps, you know how they were going down the female Thor route, that's where Marv mm-hmm. was going to go? They could always go beat away Bill. And Chris Hemsworth doesn't want to leave now, so what if he took a break, the replacement would beat away Bill, and then Thor and beat away Bill came back for Thor 3 or mm-hmm. whatever? Thor 4? Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right there. He's uh, he's definitely there on that tower. Yeah. I mean, one of them kind of looks like 80s as well, actually. Slightly. But that's a DC villain. No, no, 80s from Marvel. No idea who that is. Oh, you don't know Ares. Ares is the god of war and from and Marvel DC. as well. All right. Marvel. I don't care about any of the gods of Marvel apart. <laughs> to be honest with you. Ares is more prominent. I don't read the shit Marvel books that he appears in. Like we don't have any villains, let's just make Ares the villain. Ares is Ares is Well, see the thing is that Ares in the Marvel universe is a good guy. <laughs> He's not a bad guy. Makes no sense at all. <laughs> like, well, I mean, he's, I, I, kinda, he's, he's always in DC. He's, he's kind of more like he's kind of more like the Punisher, where he like kind of jumps back and forward a little bit. But he's he's more often not on the good guy side. Uh, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll Punisher send, doesn't I'll jump backwards and forward. Punisher's on his own side for the majority of it. Hmm. Yeah, there's a, a picture. Of I still haven't watched the Punisher, but I'm just too much superheroes. Perfect. Punisher's uh, Punisher's not really a superhero show to be fair. All oh, right. But it, okay. It, it's like I mean, like in terms of the tone of search channel, that's absolutely not a superhero movie. But it is one of those ones where you you do need a bit of time to sit there and watch it. Like it is concentrate on it. From Marvel, I do recognise him, but he's not in a lot. He's in main main a, a what is it? A, you know how we get a titles for games. He's not like an A listed in Marvel. Like he's uh, no. I seen him in one with Hercules. I think it was maybe yep. Civil War Two, where Hercules decides to stop drinking and come back full strength, and Ares was there. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and and DC is more used. I'm sure was he not in Wonder? Was he not the villain in Wonder Woman? He was. Yeah, he was the one villain in Wonder Woman. Yeah, so he's he's more used in DC than he is in Marvel. Mark that that he's not used. Fuck him. Who cares? It's probably not Ares. Maybe it's a uh, Nova. Maybe it's Nova. If it's the helmet you're going by, I don't think it's. I don't think it's Nova. He's got kind of like spiky helmet. Like it almost Could looks be. like the hair sort of thing. That, but anyway, yeah, uh, that w- that would be cool if it was. But yeah, Barry Bell, like, and it, that that's fucking cool. I didn't notice that because in in the comics he was the next worthy. Mm, yep. So I would love them to if if Chris Hemsworth still wanted his break, um, let him take his break. Introduce Barry Bell as the guy that picks up the hammer and introduce him as like a character, and then have Thor and Barry Bell as a movie. Mm. They when, they could like after the tone of this movie, they could one hundred percent pull off Beta Ray Bill in in a movie with Thor, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and it would be they could make it funny and they could make it good as well because like Beta Ray Bill's story is actually like quite good. Yeah. Do you not do you not think though that Korg deserves his own movie if not be to be part of the Guardians or something? Right. I don't know about his own movie, right? Because I mean, he is a kind of he's a kind of joke character, where but he did have some like amazing fucking funny lines so he deserves to be in the next Thor movie 100% and and obviously like the thing is like they're going to, they're going to Earth now like at the end of that yeah, movie yeah on, on, As- on Asgard the ship on, on oh, the, the Asgard the good ship Asgard yeah <laughs> they get they get stuck by the big um, I don't know whose ship that was Thanos' ship maybe I'm not sure but uh, you know in 
I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Infinity War, but Thor ends up on the uh, on the Guardian ship. Yeah, who the hell are you guys? Yeah, yeah. which spoiled I, the thing with his eye for me because like I I didn't yeah. know he his eye took out and that, that, I haven't seen that trailer. I'm like, what the fuck's happened to Thor's eye? That, that was an issue <laughs> I had with this film actually. Like that looked fake as fuck, and I know kids are going to see this film, but that was just a ridiculous eye removal. Like it didn't look like blood; it just looked like he had a dark patch in his face. Um, yeah, I mean, you think he's going to need to start wearing an eye patch now? Well, he did at the end. He had an eye oh, patch. He did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I can't uh, wait to see. I can't wait to see why he says the fucking Nick Fury about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't wait for Korg to meet. Like, um, I would love to see scenes with Korg and Hulk, or like Korg during Infinity War. No nah, man, Cor- I want to see like Korg and fucking uh, Hawkeye, and like, what do you do? Fire little arrows? Okay, you fire little arrows. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. Do you want to get on the ship and get out of here? That's a little <laughs> little rock paper scissors joke for you. <laughs> You don't, you don't need to be worried unless you're uh, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much. If I mean, he probably will be featured in Infinity War. But I don't know how much he would be in it because uh, I think that this type of character, like, it tends to get bigger after people, uh, after people caught on to it and be like, "That was really fucking funny. I liked that." And like, a lot of people will speak about that online and and. People take notice of that and go, right, we need to make more of this guy because people really dug that. Like, look at the relationship between, like, Rocket and Groot and how big yeah. they were in, like, in the first Guardians movie, even though they weren't in it that much, and how much more screen time they got in the second one. Yeah, Korg definitely needs more screen time in the next film he's in. Obviously, there yeah. might not be another Thor for a while, but if he's in another movie, like, he'll be in Infinity War, I'd imagine, even if he's just background or one scene. Yeah, I can imagine him being in it for a, a hot minute anyway because they need to explain how Thor comes together with the Guardians and, and, and what not they could, they could that that office card just got in a ship with Meek you know well yeah I assume that that ship that they're on gets blown up in some way or like Thor gets ejected from no, but, it maybe like Loki no, fucking I, maybe Loki just patches v- him out yeah but at the very end of the movie there's a giant ship that's blocking Asgard at the end of yeah, Thor yeah, yeah, Ragnarok yeah but who's yeah. on that big ship could be Guardians. Or it could be a Nova ship, I suppose. Could be a Nova ship, could be could be it, could be Thanos' ship. Could be Thanos, could be yeah. If it was Thanos, I think he would have just blown them up. Possibly. Hmm. But know. yeah, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to Infinity War anyway. Okay. What else did you watch anyway, Andy? I need to go. Yeah, I didn't really watch anything else, to be honest. Oh boy. Okay, so we'll start level up in this departure show where we talk about all the games that we have played throughout the week and the video game news. So, Andy, while I go downstairs, why don't you talk about the news? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, right, so we first of all have uh, New God of War. Uh, game has its release date finally. Uh, it's been a while since this game's been announced, and I've I would be pretty sure that it's been delayed a little bit from its probably original window, which I would have imagined would have been last year, because I mean, Sony didn't really have any exclusives towards the tail end of last year at all. So this one is now coming out on the 20th of April, 420, for God of War. Uh, it looks really good, I'm looking forward to playing it, but it's kind of one of those ones that I'll grab it when it comes out and play it, but I'm not, like, I, well I say I'm looking forward to it, I'm not like super excited for it. You know, which hopefully it surprises me and it's fucking amazing. But, like, from what I've seen so far, like, this whole thing with buddying up with a kid, not that keen on that idea. Like, I I remember I did that in Last of Us and I didn't particularly like doing that in Last of Us. Last of Us was a good game, but I would have rather 
been playing as as Ellie the whole time because I didn't like Joel. So I'll be interested to see if I, if the same thing happens to me with uh, God with uh, Kratos and his son. I can't remember his name, but I don't know. The kid just seems annoying to me, and like I I see foresee many quick time events where you're having to stop this kid from falling off of cliffs and stop this kid from getting killed by giant monsters. So, yeah, can't wait for all those. But, I mean, it looks really nice and that, so it's coming out, and we'll see We'll see how that pans out uh, in the next couple of months. Um, okay, aside from that, apparently Sega and uh, Retrobit might actually be working on some sort of secret retro Sega console. <laughs> so a lot of this comes from the fact that they are, make, they are making some... Uh, Dreamcast, Saturn, and Mega Drive controllers, which are going to be like USB compatible as well as wirelessly compatible Bluetooth via uh, like some sort of dongle that you can buy separately that would connect with the original hardware. Now, whether or not that's lagless is questionable, I would say. But I mean, if they can make like a retro console that would play Saturn, Dreamcast, and Mega Drive games, I mean. Even if it's even if it's not emulated, even if it's uh, just like it will play the original, uh, the original uh, software, like that's fucking cool. Uh, I would be very tempted to buy that if it can take thirty two X in some way, shape, or form. Whether that be plugging an actual physical thirty two X into it or be being able to just play the thirty two X game straight up, which I don't know if that's possible. As is on a postcard, but I would buy that. If it can play 32x game, because I want to play fucking Knuckles Chaotix, and I don't really want to have to buy a 32x just to play it. But so if if they do that, then I am fucking down for it. But I mean, all you would really need is like the one CD drive plus maybe you could maybe get one get away with one cart on it, um, that would that would fit Master System, Mega Drive, and uh, and 32x maybe. What I don't know. Like the, this retro, this retro bit uh, Sega machine that might possibly happen. Do you think that it's possible that they could make a machine that would play all your old uh, like Mega Drive, Saturn, and Dreamcast games? It would need one CD drive that could handle the Dreamcast and Saturn. I'm sure they could do that, no problem. And it would need. Uh, I, I I I hope that, and I think that it could possibly happen. Like uh, they could make just one cart slot that would play your Master System, Mega Drive, and. Uh, 32x games possibly do you think it could happen i, I would buy it if it did <laughs> i mean i don't know the i don't quite know the logistics of of those of the the differences between the carts but i mean they look very similar from looking at the bottom of them hmm. i know that they don't fit in each other's uh, cart slots obviously but <laughs> yeah but i mean maybe, i mean maybe I'm like sure i mean look at it. the look at the N or whatever it is Either the retron things, yeah, maybe. But oh, hopefully it does. Um, the Game Boy is coming back thanks to Hyperkin. Ooh. Yeah, that looks cool. So this is like an actual Game Boy looking thing, <laughs> yeah. which is it kind of looks like a Game Boy Classic edition. I mean, I don't know that they would get away with like releasing this, do you? What? Like Hyperkin, do you think they would get away with releasing this? Yeah, but I mean, in terms of like Nintendo, though they're calling this thing. Well, it's currently being called the Ultra Game Boy. There's no way they can release it. I don't think it'll be released as that. (laughs) But yeah, I could see it happening. Stranger things have happened. But yeah, it plays the carts. I don't think I would buy that. I'd rather have like a. 
a Game Boy that had the games built in. Like rather than having to go and get the original carts for. I would I would rather those. buy a mini mini Game Boy from Nintendo. Yep. Yeah, that had twenty games built in, and you could just fucking hack it with all the games. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> apparently you can play Tetris on a business card. What? Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, Tetris is a very simple game. Like, yeah, okay. but have you had a look at it? It's like someday yeah. it's just shown off their skills to try and get a job. They've made that and they were handing them out at one of the the CES show. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Them, yeah, it's a good idea to, you know, just to show off his uh, engineering skills. Mm-hmm. So but Yeah, that's actually quite cool. It looks really thin. It's about... It's not quite a credit card like thickness. No. It's it's about like a few credit cards stacked on end. Yeah, it looks like maybe, uh, like maybe seven or eight. But yeah, still, so. that's fucking tiny. I mean, you could literally fit that in your wallet. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, do you really want to play more Tetris? No. Like, have you you've probably played enough Tetris over the, over the years? Yeah. Uh, plus, I've got um, Tetris. People your Tetris. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Uh, another thing that happened this week was that uh, g- prices for graphics cards shot to fuck. I don't know if you saw this, but no. people are apparently using graphics cards to mine Bitcoin somehow. I don't quite know how the logistics of that work, but people are doing it. So people are buying fuckloads of graphics cards in order to mine Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. Apparently it's to do with like the, they can use it for processing power. I don't know how it works at all, but like they can use it to mine Bitcoin. Um, so... If you're planning to buy a graphics card for a normal usage, don't do it right now because the prices are all inflated. Like some of the some of the cards are like way way above RRP because of this. <laughs> oh yeah, it is very strange. But it's because Bitcoin is worth so much fucking money that it's worth your it's worth the investment. It's worth the time to try to mine it because you can make so much money back on it. Yeah, do you know, think like, Bitcoin's one of these things, right? Where it's going to be around, I think, for five more years, and then it's just going to crash and be gone forever. Yep. 100%. 100% it's gone. So, I mean, Bitcoin's really high just now. If you're invested in it, I would fucking sell right now. Like, honestly, because within, I think, within five years, this is dead. Yep. Easily. Because there's no, there's no way that there's a way allowed to, like, get much bigger than it is before it starts being actually regulated and uh, and the, as soon as it gets regulated it's fucked yeah of course it is it's like you've financed so many drug deals and so many terrorist operations hmm yes we're gonna shut you down <laughs> yep it's gonna happen yeah uh, in other news Mitomo is done dead fucked gone yeah dead. it's a shame it's not really like I if mean, they remember do, it if, they, if if they had tied it in properly with the um, uh, with the switch uh, app and made it accessible like that, as if like that was your mm. way to talk to folk, that would have been cool. Mm. But unfortunately, they didn't do that. I mean, do you remember um, when it first came out, right? And and like everybody got it, like within the first two three days, oh, everybody yeah. downloaded it and everybody fucked around with it for maybe a week, maybe. And then after that, it was like, okay, well, there's nothing else left to do in this. Done. Never yeah. touched it again. No. Because, I mean, all you, all you Ashley had it. Tasha had it. <laughs> yep. And it's like, I mean, I think a lot of that was to do with the fact that, like, Pokemon Go was out before that. 
and uh, Pokemon Go was huge, had... and, and everybody played it and like was like, oh, here's the next thing from Nintendo, and it was just not really fun. <laughs> like, I mean, it was alright answering the daft questions and stuff like that, but I think they could have had more stuff for you to do in it. That would have made oh, yeah. it more interesting. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of always like a, a bit of an experiment that. Uh, they okay, really other news. To, they really need mm-hmm. to step up with this Switch app. Like, I'm Switch hoping for a review. A review like, um, I'm yeah. hoping for a, a review at E3 going, okay, there's going to be an update. By the end of E3, it's going to feature all our games so far. We've added this, we've added this, we've added this. They definitely need to do that. Or just do away with it and say, yeah, you can use a headset on Switch now. Well, I mean, they've kind of backed themselves into a corner with, with uh, using a headset on the Switch because how would you do it? Plug it into the headphone jack. Okay, that that works absolutely fine if you're playing handheld mode. What if you're playing on the TV? Uh, you just get an extender. They they release a Nintendo with an extra long cable, a Nintendo headset with an extra long cable. So you're gonna have, right? So okay, so across your living room, right? You're gonna have a headset plugged in, right? No, no, no. Hear me out on this, right? Because this is how, this is exactly how this will happen. You have a headset plugged in that has say a six foot cable on it. That is plugged into the top of your Nintendo Switch. Now, okay, so you've got a giant cable trailing across the floor. What happens when you stand up and go, oh, I really need to pee, forget to take your headset off, walk away, yank the, ca- yank the cable, your Switch falls out the dock and breaks. They're never going to release like a cable like that, ever. Yeah, they will. No, they won't. There's no way. There's no way they're gonna get you to have a six foot fucking keyboard. Wireless, on the floor. wireless, wireless, uh, wireless. Fine. You plug it in. You plug yep, it in. Absolutely fine. Yeah, you, but you, expensive. Yeah, wireless. wireless. But you're talking for a wireless headset. You're talking fifty quid at least. Yeah. Like that's what I, I, I pay for I my, don't know. my Sony I don't ones, know. which are which what, are wireless and they work fine. What do you see them doing? They want to charge us twenty quid a year, which is reasonable, and I'll pay it. I don't mind. Yeah, I will pay it. Fine. I play it. I'll play it. Right, but. What do you think? They're going to have to give us a free game every month, right? Mm-hmm. But what are they going to have to do to the Switch app to make you want to use it or use it at all? Like, there's going to like they're going to have to actually change the whole interface, change the way it works. In my mind, they yeah, they need to like they need to make it work in the background. Um, is the main thing. Like yes. honestly, if it worked in the background and it was like because I mean the actual connection between players is totally fine. Like when we used it, it's, like the, it was actually the audio right, quality. Yeah. That. Yeah, it was absolutely fine. But I mean, the issue with it was, like, as soon as you went on to anything else on your phone, that's you, you're cut off from it. And you have to yeah. go back into it to use it. And, like, and I don't mean, like, it's cut off as in you can't look at it. I mean, it's cut off as in the sound stops. Which means that it doesn't work as a fucking, <laughs> as a as a chat app at all. Um, but, I mean, if, you, if, if I could use it, right, and still fuck about my phone doing something else, which, yeah. I mean, a lot of the time, right, if you're playing, say we're playing on Switch, we're playing Splatoon, you're right. playing away, blah, 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 between the rounds, what, nine times out of fucking ten, you fanny about on your phone, particularly if it's sitting on and connected to a headset that you're wearing, like, you're gonna just, like, you, that's what you do, like, everybody yeah. does that nowadays, like, and if you're unable to do that, apart from the fucking, the battery drain from just the actual app running the whole time, um, but yeah, so I th- I think if they could make it run in the background, I would use it. But I mean, the only issue is that it only works with Splatoon Two. It doesn't do anything else with any other game, apart yeah, from you should like, at least get into party chat. Outcome. Yeah, but I mean, party chat on the system, I would have rather had it there. But if they don't, if if they can't do it, they can't do it. They just need to improve the app. I, I think right. that they might do. I think they might do away with the app. 
and and yeah. like you say, just have part chat on the system, but you have to use uh, either the new Pro Controller that they put out that has a headset jack in it, or a yeah. wireless headset, which yeah. either way I'm okay with. I would probably not buy the another Pro Controller straight away with a headset jack in it, because, I mean, look at fucking Microsoft, they had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I would buy a wireless headset for it. That would be easier. And just charge it up when I was using it. I wouldn't mind that too much. That'd be okay. Uh, okay, another news. Anthem has been delayed. <laughs> Did anyone not see this happening? Uh, I saw this happening pretty much as soon as uh, Battlefront 2's loot boxes got fucked. <laughs> Yeah. So what this says to me is that Anthem was full of fucking loot boxes, and EA went, "Okay, people are not gonna, this. people are gonna really like yeah, come down us if we use loot boxes in this. So we're gonna need to do away with the loot boxes." And they've gone back to the developer and told them this, and they've went, "Well, we need to rework the entire way that the game works because you told us to build this game from the ground up with fucking loot boxes in mind, you cunt heads." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and EA's went, "Well." sorry like you need to do it and they went okay well it's going to take us an extra six months to maybe a year to rework the the whole system and they're like well it just needs to be done and like you fucking duck you fucking dicks we told you told you not to put loot boxes in it and you told you made us do it anyway because i guarantee that bioware doesn't want to put loot boxes in it like that's that'll be an ea thing 100 percent. so uh i'm i'm glad that it's been delayed i don't really fancy it anyway doesn't i mean like it looks like destiny Again, <laughs> but in third person. Ooh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't really care about that game. Okay. Uh, Nintendo's confirmed that uh, Arms. Are, are you going to get Anthem? Like, you interested no. in it? No. no. But I mean, you like you like Mass Effect. And, I mean, it sort of looks like Destiny crossed with Mass Effect, but online. Yeah, I've no interest in online games, as you know. Yeah, apart from Sea of Thieves. <laughs> oh, yes. Fraser doesn't believe I'm going to play that. Like, he mentioned me going, and he's trying to get me to buy this Sea of Thieves, and he says you'll play it. I just went low, and I'm like, mate, I've been on the Alpha and Beta quite a bit, man. Like, I will be. This is my game. This is a game mm. that's perfect for me. It's as if somebody listened yep. to all my wants, and they made it. And he went, nah, you won't be playing it. I went, check <laughs> what I've been playing if you want. Like, I, this is this is what I've been playing. It's great. And I was telling him about it. He goes, hmm, I'll hold off and wait and see if you actually do play it. I went, okay. <laughs> I told him this. I was like, get the Game Pass. It's like eight quid a month. And he was like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. It's fu-. Like, you need to fucking get the Game Pass. Yeah. That's just such good value. And oh, I, I can't believe that Fraser can't see the value in it. Like, it's ridiculous. I but I, I think I think he'll change his tune once once it comes out and once we actually play it, and he'll go, mm-hmm. "Oh, I want, I, like, I really want to play this," because yeah, we, because we'll be some plenty who want to play it. Because yeah. Ross is getting it for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> but we only need me and you, so yeah, we t- two man crew. <laughs> We've done two hundred episodes of this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure we Have can we? fucking. Uh, oh yeah. Well, we've done 265, yeah, but I mean, there's probably been, maybe not quite 200, just been, there's been at least 100. Yeah. But yeah, um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing these. I've, I've stayed away from the Alpha and Beta because I kind of want to just play it when it comes out. Yeah, I, I, I'd seen enough in the Alpha and I enjoyed it, but I really want, sometimes they go, thank you for playing the Beta, here's some like extra ships or, you know, something mm. like that. Mm. So... Yeah. Um, other news. Um, Arms is not getting any more content updates. Not any major ones, anyway. They might do more patches, yeah. but no more major content updates. I, so no more characters and shit. 
I don't think I'll ever get that again. Like, I mean, it was good, but... Uh, I mean, I've still got it, and my time played on it says uh, still says a little while, and I bought this game pretty much the first week it came out, and I, I spent 50 quid on it. Definitely yeah, I not... Uh, I kind of went to myself. Yeah. Barely played this, just get rid of it. Yeah, and I mean, if I wasn't collecting the Switch games, I would have punted it a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, the the biggest problem with it is that uh, you, it, in order for it to be the most fun, you need two players and four Joy Cons. Four Joy Cons, yeah. Otherwise, and, uh, don't get me wrong. See, if Lexi was a bit bigger and older, like I would have maybe kept it to play with her. But because her mum's not a gamer, then no. Mm. No, I mean it's going to be years before she's able to play that. And and when she is, you'll be like, oh, do you want to try this arms game? She'll be like, she'll be like, so what game. the fuck is this? This yeah. is like this is so 2017. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so old. I've got the Switch too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, arms. Uh, sadly, no more updates. I might like I need to go back and play it just so I've at least got some money's worth out of it. Because all we really did was like played a couple of the matches and like two player more. And I think uh, maybe did we have the pro controller by then? Maybe we did. I can't remember. No, probably not. Because this was out before Splatoon, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was one of the yeah. day ones. No, the arms wasn't day one. Slightly after, a couple of months after. But it wasn't. It was out before Splatoon. Yeah. So we'd had this. We'd had this before we had the the pro controller. And so I've probably never played it uh, in prop, even in proper two player mode with it. Maybe I did play it with the controller once. I'm sure it's I did. It's horrible with the controller. You like, did, and it's awful. Yeah, but, but like the, it's, the sad thing is, like, see, hmm. it's easier with the controller. So if you're playing online and somebody's not playing it for fun, like you're going to hmm. get beaten. It's this is a more fun game if you're playing it in the house and laughing when you have a different yep. drinks. It's great fun though, like when you're playing like with the throwing the punches with the the Joy Cons. It's brilliant and it works like really hmm. really well. But the, I mean, the problem is cost prohibitive because to get the most fun out of it, you need to have four and two players. Yeah. And I don't have four Joy-Cons. I, I will get four Joy-Cons at some point, just because, yeah, I need to have the Joy-Cons, because I, I, really, I actually really want pink ones, like, for Bethany, because she would love to have pink Joy-Cons, but there isn't one yet, so... There will, there, you will get I think, them, well, to tell a lie, sorry, that, that's, that's actually not quite true. There is a pink one that you can get in Japan just now, because they, remember the Splatoon 2? Yeah. Version they did, it had green and pink on it, same way as the Pro Controller does. But they never released that version of the Switch over here. Yeah. So the those ones haven't come out over here. But, I mean, the fact that it exists means that it will happen at some point. You'll get fucking pink Joy-Cons. I mean, all Definitely. the colours of the rainbow will come. Yeah. And I must have them all. Just eight boxes on the shelf. I'm having to go through all these. I unselected them all by accident, so I'm having to select all my fucking SNES games again. Oh, God. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, the uh, Neo Geo library on the Nintendo Switch has already surpassed 1 million sales. Holy fuck. Like, who the fuck is buying all these Neo Geo games? No idea. Like, I mean, are there any of those that you would buy? Nope. nope Maybe Metal me Slug. Ah, you wouldn't even touch Metal Slug. Like, I mean, they've all done, like, really solid numbers for fucking old Neo Geo games. Like, what? Uh, I wouldn't buy Metal Slug, I wouldn't buy King of Fighters. None of these appeal to me in the slightest whatsoever. There's so many of them as well. Like, But yeah, no interest in any of them. But uh, somebody loves them, apparently. I think <laughs> it's a, a lot to do with the fact that they're portable. And like playing like things like this sold really well on the Vita. 
So I, I think a lot of the Vita audience has come over to Switch for that reason. Like it is yeah. the fucking handheld of choice, and it, it's probably it's easily the best handheld ever made by a long shot. Like the Vita was. So. Vita was great until all the games stopped coming out for it, and then even the indie games have dried up now. Um, and the Vita has now been killed since the Switch came out. Um, so see without telling listeners, see the the the, the game you're going to announce for the, the new classic thing we're doing. Can you just yep. type it in so that I can put it over, like put it in the chat? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Hold on. Uh... Just so I make sure I've got it. Because obviously, like the cover art, put the megabytes up, so I had to remove some, and I accidentally took them all off. There you go. Ah, I've got that, that one, one anyway. That's fine. Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played it before, but we'll talk about it on it. Yeah. Cool. Um. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, the new Duke games are selling well. Uh, okay, almost half of the uh, games in Japan's charts, uh, the video game sales charts, are on the Switch. <laughs> okay. And mm-hmm. Mario and Rabbids is fucking number one in January. It must have been on sale or something like that. Unless, I don't know. Yeah, maybe on sale. So, Mario and Rabbids was number one. Uh, Splatoon 2 was number three. Mario Kart 8 was four. Um, Mario Odyssey was seventh. Um, and Breath of the Wild was uh, tenth. And then Pokemon Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun were at eight. And Mario Party of the Top 100 was at nine. Holy fuck, that's almost all the games in that top ten. That's ridiculous. I'd imagine it's a sale because Japan doesn't normally like, like Western games, and that's a French game, Ubisoft. Yeah, but it's a Mario game. Yeah, that's true. Mario sells no matter what. Yeah, and I, I think mean, I think Japanese would love the rabbits. That's their sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, look at this. There's one, two, three, four Mario games in that top ten, and that's mental. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, fair play. I mean, I haven't played uh, Mario and Rabbids yet. I'm still waiting on it, like coming down to that magic price point of uh, twenty pound. So that's my price point. As soon as I see it for that, I'll buy it. Mostly because, like, it's not usually the type of game that I would like. So, but it does look cool. So I'm just waiting for it to, to come down to that price point. Uh, Split Second Velocity and uh, Lego Indiana Jones Two are now playable on Xbox One via backwards compatibility. Cool. Mm. And uh, oh, in coincidental news, uh, February's Games of Gold got announced, and for Xbox One, it's Shadow Warrior and Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. I have mm. not played Shadow Shadow Warrior, but Chronicles India is all right. It was free on PlayStation Plus ages ago. I think it was the um, nice looking one. It was the colourful. I've got Russia. I got that free in Games of Gold Xbox One. Right. So it would be nice to have this. I never finished it, so. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got the three of them on the Vita. The like, I bought the three pack when it came oh, out yeah. on the Vita, um, and I've played through a good chunk of India, and it's it's all right. Like, I do think it, <laughs> I do think it plays better on handheld though. Like, like that's a that set of games would be fucking perfect on the Switch. Honestly, like playing that on a slightly bigger screen than the Vita one would be amazing. Um, and yeah, on the uh, on the Xbox three sixty, you're getting split second velocity. As it just went bad, compatible and Crazy Taxi, the bastardized version with the bad music and the no adverts. No adverts. The music is really bad in the in that version. Uh, it does not have the original music from the Dreamcast version, which is like your offspring and and the good punk soundtrack and whatnot. And no Pizza Hut adverts, Sally. Yeah, and as much as I hate advertising, 
I loved the advertising in um, yep. Crazy, Crazy Taxi. Yep, it was really well done and it looked in place and like what they've replaced it with, I can't even remember what it is they replaced it with, but it's some generic names of shite and it just looks stupid and out of place and it's is not fun to play. However, the original game it is still fun to play because I've played it on a Dreamcast in the last couple of years and it's still yep. the same, it still plays fucking perfectly. Um, it has, like obviously graphics and stuff like that hasn't aged well, but the gameplay is still absolutely down. But these new yep. versions are, are not good, so I would have... I mean, you're going to get it for free, but uh, yeah, tag it to your thingies and then never play it. See, I didn't um, like um, hmm. Crazy Taxi 2. No, I didn't like it that much. Like, Crazy Taxi 1, is, they didn't really need to make a sequel to that, did they? No. I mean, they did a couple of them, because like, they did one on, they did one on mobile, didn't they? Was it Fairwall or something? It was shit. And they did a PS, what was it? PS, uh, PSP, I'm sure they had as well. But yeah, I didn't like any of the ones apart from the first one. I mean, it's one of the ones where they could bring it back and it could be good again, but yeah. Sega. <laughs> um, okay, uh, oh my god. Uh, okay, Ark is getting a spin-off called Pix Ark. Jesus. Um, Ark wasn't even that good. Yeah, I mean, I did not like Ark at all. Uh, but it's a, basically a spin-off that's kind of like Minecraft's crafting bullshit and it's coming to the Switch as well as PS4, Xbox One, PC no, not interested in that (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you read about this but uh, there's a documentary sort of thing out where it talks about the the biggest cheater in video games history I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy right Todd Rogers Right, well, yeah. he was he was the first ever professional video game player. Right. Because he he basically set a shitload of, like, uh, high scores and stuff like that back in the olden arcade days. Uh, however, it's now been found out that essentially he uh, faked most of the scores which he got. <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, yeah, he was not a legit dude. Um, basically, what... What somebody actually went in and investigated, and he used to be with uh, he used to be a Twin Galaxies referee, and mm-hmm. essentially like almost all of his scores that were witnessed by a referee were witnessed by like his pal who was a referee, who ended up uh, getting done for like having images of kiddies, like oh. dodgy images of kiddies, and uh, and the guy, this guy Todd Rogers, even used this as like part of his excuse as to why there's no video footage of any of his uh, of any of his uh, records because he's like oh yeah I had all the videos and I sent them to this guy I know they must have got uh, they must have been impounded by the police and like somebody actually reached out to like the police department and were like oh what happened to the videos that were confiscated off this guy and they're like well all the videos were given back to the to the like to the guy or to like his family or whatever it was after he got jailed um, and all of them were accounted for and there was none left at the police station so that's bullshit <laughs> this guy like faked his way to a bunch of high schools and shit like that which were actually impossible like uh, people checked his like because he had like one what was the one it was a uh, drag star I think it was okay. which is like some old arcade game and he uh, he did it in like a 5.51 second run right which uh, they checked they checked out and it was uh, theor- it was totally impossible because they did like a a frame assisted speedrunner on it, and the yeah. theoretical best time on the game is 
5.57 seconds. So he, it's impossible for him to have gone that time. Oh. It was another one where, was it barnstorming? Yeah, where uh, basically you've, it's a, like a stupid prop uh, plane game where you need to like put this plane up and down on the screen uh, in order to clear these obstacles and pass the course as quickly as possible. And his time in it was like 32 seconds. And the somebody like hacked the game essentially, took away all the obstacles and made the plane fly in a straight line and uh, couldn't get anywhere close to that, even without moving the plane at all, which every time you move like up and down, it slows it down. So, so yeah, like they couldn't even do it. So yeah, this guy, uh, this guy f- cheated like fuck. So I'm glad he's been found out. Um, Rainbow Six Siege uh, has had its outbreak event announced. It's going to be free to all, though, and, uh, yeah, free to all. Like, what does free to all mean? But apparently there's going to be loot boxes and things in it. They have, they've kind of kept their cards close to the chest with this one. They basically said that uh, you and a team, I think it's a team of two other people, go into an area and things happen. Okay. But they didn't say what. There's like, a, it's an area that's been cleared and there's something you need to deal with, but they haven't told you exactly what it is. I mean, it sounds like a kind of evolve type thing where you're going to need to fight a monster. Okay. Um, do you know what I thought we spoke about this last week, but maybe not. Um, I th- I honestly thought this was last week. So, oh no, no, we did. Right, okay. So the Xbox One exclusives that are coming to Game Pass, we did speak about this last week, didn't we? Yeah, but we didn't. The confirmation right. hadn't come through. Okay, oh, so yeah, the, confir- the confirmation has now come through that the exclusives... Which are coming to the Game Pass will remain part of the lineup permanently. So, Sea of Thieves, uh, Trackdown 3, State Decay 2, those are the three tent poles that they've announced coming to it so far. Uh, those games will be part of the lineup permanently. Now, we've seen, like, obviously, some of the games like have been added in and then gone away. Like, I think uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain has just gone away, or just about to go away. But that's obviously a, like a licensing deal where Microsoft has gone, okay, we'll pay you to have this game in there for a year. And they've yeah. paid us whatever fee it is. Um, but they don't need to do that with their own their own games because they publish them. They, like, they don't need to do that. They don't need to pay themselves. They're like, oh, we'll just have that. Like, we'll have this game. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'd be very curious to know uh, the thoughts of the developers of these games about this news. Like I would be really interested to know what Rhea thinks about it and what uh, what's the guys that make Crackdown. Don't, I, I don't know the name the name of the studio, but whoever it is that makes Crackdown, and uh, and I don't know the name of the guys that make State of K Two either. To be fair, but uh, whoever make, whoever makes those games as well, I'd be really interested to know what they think of this news. Because this has got to affect their bottom line. Like Microsoft's got to be. I know they quote unquote own the company. Companies, right? But that's this has got to affect their sales figures and their bonuses oh, yeah. and shit like that. I would say so. Because these guys will be on bonuses for selling like however many games they'll sell, and this will hit their sales figures like fuck. But Bad. maybe they'll count it. Maybe they'll count it in downloads. They'll be like, okay, well, you've sold like a million copies, but you've had uh, twelve million downloads from Game Pass. So there's like your bung for that sort of thing. Um, but I mean, I think that this is going to have a massive boost to uh, Sea of Thieves day one like there's going to be so many people playing this game day one like I hope they've got the servers up to scratch for it 
The thing is, Microsoft won't care what to say because Microsoft owns the studio. So no, no, I, I I know that, but like I can imagine like the, what goes through like the developers' head when they see this news or when they they are told about it in the meeting or whatever. Not They're yet. like, oh, I don't really like that. That's gonna uh, that's gonna impact my bonus. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not keen on this. But I mean, if you're at rare and you're uh, if you're at rare since they've been at Microsoft, you're probably used to getting fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, okay, Microsoft's fucking us again. Cool, but I mean, I hope that, like, I hope that the game, uh, uh, the game comes out and is good and gets the player base that it deserves. Right, it's good. Yeah, same. Um, I'll talk about the next news story in a minute. I need to go and grab a drink. Um, be a yeah, game pass. Ali, thoughts? Game Pass, tell me your thoughts. Uh, okay, so I, I am happy, but like Andy was saying, it will be interested in if they get the same bottom line or what happens with them. Um, I'm not really sure how they're going to feel about it because obviously um, selling the games by themselves, you, you're going to get a lot more money than if you give them away for free. I mean, I even cancelled um, two of my pre-orders that I've had since they got announced, and that was Sea of Thieves and Crackdown. Um, and especially the fact that they're saying they're permanent. All Microsoft exclusives will be permanent. It's like, well, that's 40 quid a game, and if there is, like, if you do um, sell it per um, per copy, affects how much you're taking home, then there's going to be some unhappy bunnies. I'm back. Do you not know think? Like I was just saying, that the bottom line, if it is affected, then so you're going to get some unhappy bunnies. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be happy if it's like, yeah, we're giving this away for free now, guys. So yeah, you're not getting paid as much. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to hurt, if it's going to hurt your money, hundred percent. But I mean, I I don't think Microsoft can really let it affect uh, those guys' money because they need they those guys. The they're the only, yeah. uh, not, not even that. Like, they're the only people that are making fucking like games that people want to play for Microsoft. They can't affect their money, or they would go, "Well, fuck yeah, quit." Yeah, they would just go, "Oh, do you know what?" Like, well, I mean, obviously the studio, quote unquote, can't quit, but all the staff that work at the studio could go, "Do you know what? Fuck this! I'm going to go somewhere else where my like my talents are appreciated and paid what I deserve." Look what Rare done—they left and formed Platonic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they they could all go and make their own studio together, like no problem. But I don't think I don't think Microsoft would uh, will allow that to happen. I think they will have had the behind the scenes discussions and whatnot, and. I mean, this is this is Microsoft trying to do something really, really different, really futuristic, future thinking. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, to be honest, Xbox, like the console as we think of it, could go away completely, and it could just be yeah. a box that you don't put discs into. You just pay your subscription fee, and you can get access to the games. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it would be a a hard drive with a graphics card. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like as these things get newer and they can get smaller and whatnot, like that's fucking cool. I mean, look how small that fucking Xbox One X is. Oh, I like, know. And the amount of processing power that's in that—that's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. But I mean, that's like—I mean—that is far more powerful than like what my PC is. So and... I'm still mucking about this news and what I've yeah. accidentally done <laughs> is took away, you know, the folders, thinking it would be a good idea, and then realised this is going to take ages just to get to like the letter M or whatever. So I'm mm, gonna have to put it back into folders. You don't have to have it like in specific folders. I think I did mine like. Uh... I'm doing it A to Z. That's the easiest way for me. Yeah, no, I, I did it. I did it A to Z, but I had it like 
I think 50 games a page, something like that. Yeah, 50 games a page. The, the, uh, yeah, I just said it. I just did do it in folders, but 50 games a page. That means that you, because you can change how many, uh, how yeah. many, how many games are in it. Um, and I think that I think it's set to default 20. So then you mm-hmm. end up with hundreds of folders. But like, if you've got 50, it's a bit more. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, like I, I think this is a great move for Microsoft. Um, and to be fair, I would have probably bought all three of these games, and I'm not needing to now. <laughs> but I'll buy Game Pass for the year. That's fine. I'll just subscribe all year. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I, I, I was being a bit distracted, but yeah, um, I'm I'm excited by it. Uh, I was always I was already subscribed to Game Pass, but my gaming getting cut. After Bayonetta, there's not really much I'm getting unless it's a big major title. Hmm. I didn't have really. I don't really have too much I'm looking forward to this year in the Xbox or Switch that's been announced yet. There are games hmm. I want to get, but there'll be some that I'll have to skip now because of Baby. But. Um, Seven ninety nine a month, I can certainly afford, especially when I'm getting all the new, brand new Xbox One games. Like when Halo Six arrives, I'll get that. Do you know what I mean? So, hmm. sorry, my cat's fucking been dead loud at the door. <laughs> um, okay, so other news: uh, Image and Form and Zoint Games have uh, merged to become Thunderful Games. And it's not quite a merger. Essentially, like they're both both studios are going to be operating underneath the Thunderful Games banner, as far as I can tell. So, like. <laughs> I think that Thunderful is like the, going to be the publishing house, and Amazon Form and Zoink will still make the games, as far as I can yeah. tell. But I, I know you don't care that much about this, but I really do like both these developers because they've done some really cool things. Like uh, Amazon Form make uh, Steam World, uh, both the Steam World games, so like Steam World Dig One and Two, and uh, Steam World Heist. Um, yeah. And Steam World Dig Two is fucking amazing. Like uh, I, I, I think this is a game that you would actually really like if you picked up in a sale. So like yeah. when it comes in a sale like under a tenner, well worth buying. Um, I think it was I think it was maybe only like twelve or thirteen quid or something like that, even standard. But under a tenner, it's like an absolute must buy. Um, and it, it, it Zoink made Stick It to the Man, which is a really cool game, like really different. Yeah, I like that in the Vita, one of the best games on the Vita, I think. That yeah, felt, yeah, it's, it's felt, really cool. Felt right on the Vita. Like obviously mm. it'll work. Is it? Is, do you know if in the Switch it's got touchscreen controls at all? Um, well, I don't know if I don't know if uh, Stick It to the Man is on Switch yet. Um, yes, it is. Oh, is it? Okay, right. I'm not sure. I have not really looked into it to be honest, so I can tell you. But I would guess it does. I mean, the uh, that Oxen Free has touchscreen control, so I, would, I don't see why oh, Stick It to the Man wouldn't. Have you tried that for this week? Or just I tried very briefly, and, and I'll talk. I'll talk about it okay. in a minute. Um, okay, so the other news: a game in the UK is. Uh, Halving the number of points which you get for your reward you card. Get little points anyway. You need like a hundred <laughs> points to get a tenner, and it's like one pound every what pound gets your points. You have to spend a hundred pounds to get a tenner back. So now you I think it's actually I think it's actually I think yeah it's actually more than that to be honest. <laughs> so right now you get uh, one point for every twelve point five pence spent. Now you get one point for every twenty five pence spent. So one like you essentially get four points for every pound that you spend, um, but I'm sure it works out to get a tenner. You need to spend like over well over like I, I think it's like a grand. You need to spend to get like a tenner back. But anyway, it's it's if, uh, the way the their points conversion works to actual money, quote unquote. Um, but yeah, like it's fuck it, off. No, it's not worth that at all. I mean, like see the points cards like. I've been collecting Necropoints for since I started driving, right? 
and specifically more since I started uh, since I started working for where we're working, right? And uh, I think that's maybe that's what nearly four years, <laughs> and I think it tells me I've earned thirty pound <laughs> in four years of driving. And to be four fair, years. like to be fair, like I up till the last year I haven't driven like a massive, massive amount. But now I'm driving like an hour back and forward each way to work every week. Like every week I'm filling my tank. Do you know what I mean? So, so I've put a fucking shitload of money into my car. And like the points you get back from it, or like, I mean, fair enough, it's like it's quote unquote free money, but I've never even like had the option to use it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) No one's ever gone to me like, oh, you've got uh, thirty quid on your nectar card. Do you want to use that? Like instead of paying money. Now that you mention it, right? It's a bit like um, we get a Tesco club card because they always push it on Mm. you, and we went fine, Mm. right? And then do you know what I hate the worst? Oh, you have to go online to register. Why? Mm. Just do it just now. Well, I actually don't mind that because everything's online these days, and I'm totally fine with to go right, online get, to do things. I get that, right? But, <laughs> like, I done it eventually, but we've been collecting for ages, and I get lunch most days at Tesco's. It's across the road. They do the three pound meal deal. Yep, it's, it's really, really always used. I remember when I was younger, my mum would always free cinema tickets, fifty yeah, quid yeah. off your shopping, yep. even two pound fifty off your next shot, and that's in what say four years of having. <laughs> Four years yeah. worth, we get £2.50. And now we do shops in Tesco's. You must be talking 70 quid for a full month shop, 80 yep. quid if we need to get toiletries and stuff. Mm. We're not being smart shopping, which we have to do now. Um, <laughs> so that's not a lot of money to get back after what we spent. So it's not even worth using the club card to see now when they ask. Mm. I'm like, no, I don't have it. Oh, that's it. Your keys? Yeah, I don't care. I know mm. it might work. Like, we need to scan them as well, and you probably do, but nah. People yep. say no to me, so I'm doing the same to you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the points are fucking loyalty cards are going out. Fuck off! I don't mind loyalty cards, right? Like, I mean, for for our work, I, it serves a purpose, hundred percent. Oh, but yeah. for these, like, just scan it to get your points, and you get fuck f- off. No, <laughs> I mean, really, really, for those big companies like Tesco and stuff like that, they're just monitoring like how often you're coming into them and trying to work out what ways they can push the advertising to get you to come in more. That's it. That's yeah. what they use it for. They're like, oh, this demographic comes in more when we uh, push advertising for video games. Yeah. yeah. Like when we have a standee up for the new fucking Halo game. This demographic or comes in Or we're selling at £30. Pound. Mm. Do you remember what we're talking yeah. about? £30 pound yep. when you, you... When you buy the shop, yeah. Oh, like those, those were great days. Like when you used to go to Asda for midnight launch or Tesco for midnight launches and they would be doing the latest... Like Pez or FIFA or whatever for twenty quid. Yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> like, oh, buy fuck, yes, I'll buy that. Yeah, buy, your, buy, your buy your shop here. here. Cool. Yeah. And I wish they I would mean, come back with that. I wish they would do that again, like because that was. I mean, obviously it was a loss leader, but I mean, it did make me buy things from the supermarket that I went to, like because yeah. I would go and I would get the game, but and I would also go. I would also go around. Yeah, exactly. I would go and buy a bunch of juice and buy crisps and that to like to go home and sit and munch and, and drink juice and that whilst I was playing the fucking game. So. Mm-hmm. But it must not have yeah. made enough money for them. I love this mini console, by the way. I know. <laughs> um, okay, there's a new company co- uh, that's uh, come out called uh, Shadow. And basically what they're doing is they're offering uh, like a streaming service, essentially, using the cloud, um, which uh, purports to have uh, the same graphical power as a GTX 1080, which is like... 
essentially the, the top end graphics card right now. It will cost you like £500. Um, this costs you around about £27 a month for an unlimited usage of this. My issue with it is still streaming tech, and streaming is not lagless. Regardless of They've done one, I can't remember. PC streaming service, and basically I had Tasha's shite laptop, but I was playing Batman Arkham Knight on it. Mm-hmm. Cannot remember the name of it, but you it was of like on on live, on live, yeah, and it was really good. It worked, but I mean, there would must have been still some lag to it, no? Uh, not much, not as not, bad as not PlayStation one, Now, and that oh, was when fuck. I had broad. That was when I um, PlayStation Now, jeez. That was when I had worse broadband. Right. Okay. Okay. PlayStation Now was, has always been terrible. <laughs> it's so shit. Like I can't believe the servers. Like, Xbox, remember how? Like, honestly, right? I think see what everything Xbox is doing just now. PlayStation are kind of like lagging behind. I know they've already, oh, so they don't really need to. But for me, it's like PlayStation Four is not going anywhere for at least two years minimum. Hmm. So I just don't get it. Like, what's PlayStation going to do to combat this? They're not going to give you all the PlayStation exclusives for free. No chance. Mm-hmm. So how in the how in the hell are they going to? Not only does their uh, game pass better because you install the entire game rather than streaming yep. it i think that would be a good first move for for playstation to adopt that model of letting you mm. install it but i don't think they're going to do it no i mean i think they invested too much money in the gaikai servers like they invested billions in that fucking company and like the fact that it the fact that those server that server structure cannot produce lagless gameplay and even not even lagless like it, it's not good to play like it's not a pleasant experience to play that on PC wild on PlayStation 4 wild on PlayStation 3 wild on PlayStation Vita wireless none of it it was a good experience to play like you always had signal drop every single yep, time no matter like optic. exactly yeah no, no matter how close I was to the to the router to the access point always had signal drop which is and I mean even this is even not even playing like the fucking latest PS4 games or anything like that. this is playing like old ass PS3 games that are not that intensive and you're still getting signal drop like that is bullshit like and the fact that you want people to pay for that service no if you make that service free or included as playstation plus fair enough then people will just accept it and be like okay well it's like something fine to dabble with as part of my plus membership it's an added bonus because i mean they could do away with charge you for it as well yeah it's like it's like a 10 a month or 12.99 a month actually sorry it is don't Um, don't get me wrong I get that they have to try and make back the money for hosting the servers and whatnot, but seven ninety nine and all first party games free permanently. Come on. Yeah, I mean that it's crazy value for money. Like I, I hope, I hope it's. I mean, well, they've said it's going to be there forever. Yeah, they said Game Pass is now part of the Xbox One experience. Like it's going yeah. to be there forever, and all anything that's first party will be free forever. Yeah. And, and the, I think the, like the, the, enti- the enticement for like see put the game on, basically they can say okay it can go on and we'll give you it for like say three months, and then after three months okay we'll take it off. But if people like it, you can buy it with the discount like they've been doing. So yep. it's yep. it's enticing for not 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 only like developers but obviously consumers because like you're getting to try a game and see you enjoyed it for three months and you didn't finish it or it was a game like the the NBA Two K Seventeen which is coming in February mm-hmm. like and you liked it and you wanted to buy it well okay here's a discount for it in the store you can buy it just now as well so they're going to make sales out of it more so than yeah. like you know they would normally because a lot of games don't have demos these days so it'll be a case of oh, I don't yeah, know what it's going to be like 
and a game that you might not have tried appears on it and you're like this is actually a fucking hidden gem and it's awesome so yeah I'm, I'm going to buy this once it's off Game Pass so I think it's winning for everybody and like Ross said he just, he's glad he jumped ship just now it's at the right time and we've even got EA between EA Access and Game Pass technically you could have an Xbox and play new games all year well new games to you all year and mm. never pay for a game just for paying mm. 20 quid a year and £7 a month so what's seven pounds? I think it will jump up to ten, and I'd be happy at that price as well. Yeah, I mean that that would be completely fine. Um, right. And I, I think with with I thought they, we should have done that with this announcement. Yeah, like they should have said, never... okay, uh, like it's it, here's this new announcement, and uh, by here's the way, the X, yeah. at the end of the year, say like Xbox Game Pass will go up to nine ninety a month. Fine, yeah, that's that, completely I'd be, fine. I'd be no absolutely fine with that, right? And if they yep. do, which I think they, um, say it's ten ten pound a month, right? Hmm. That's £120 a year. If you buy hmm. that and EA Access, £140 a year, which might sound like a lot, £140 a year gives you games all year. All yep. year. And all the Xbox One exclusives day one, so you, you will be getting brand new games on the day of launch. Like, I'm fully expecting at 12 o'clock to be able to download Sea of Thieves. I don't expect to be able to preload it. Yeah, that's the, that's the only thing in it. Like, it, it won't have a preload, so I, I can't imagine it having a preload anyway. But um, you might need to pay the you know the like with preloads oh special pre-order like three days early if you pre-order blah 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 but um i can't i can't see them doing that for game pass people we are the the bottom the bottom tier but if it's if it's coming as part of the game pass i'm okay with waiting until midnight to start downloading like that those games like for me i've got fast internet so it won't take me long to download yeah for me uh, this is definitely um but yeah i'm fine like if I have to wait a day, but I'm not paying. It'll be ready anything. by the morning, essentially. If you put it on at midnight to download, yeah. So we've called that preload, but I don't see it happening. Um, oh. The other thing where they've got a good revenue stream is like for for games that they do put on it. Like, say you put Mass Effect Three on it, right? Um, it's already on EA access, so it wouldn't happen. Oh, okay, so it wouldn't. It wouldn't. But like, say I don't know what. Uh, let's say Red Dead Redemption goes into True. it, right? Yeah. No, no, Red Dead. Let's say Red Dead Redemption One, the the three sixty one. Right, let's say they put that in there. Um, Plus then you people get your go, oh, gold. <laughs> well, that as well, yeah. But people go, oh, this is fun. I really like this game. Oh, there's a DLC available for it. I'll buy that. Yeah, that's like that true. Sort of thing. So you're gonna that's you're gonna be generating gold mm. works with more though, isn't it? Games. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, you get that. But like, I mean, Xbox just now is the better value console in my mind. Like, a hundred percent, especially if you yeah, buy it's Xbox a value proposition. Fucking right, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, you can buy an Xbox One S for. Like what? Easily under two hundred pound, probably worth a game for about two hundred, and uh, yeah. and You're then buy your yearly PlayStation anyway. Don't yeah, buy wrong. buy your gold. PSN buy your the, uh, PSN hmm. for the year's more expensive than Xbox Live. Yeah, yep, it's fifty quid for PSN and, and Xbox is basically oh, forty. But you can't you can if you shop around like get PSN for like thirty five if you shop around. But there's plenty of like, deals available. You... If you shop around, you can get Xbox Live for thirty. For about quid. thirty, yeah. Yeah, and uh, on Black Friday last two years ago, I bought two years for forty quid because it dropped to twenty pound for a year's mm-hmm. Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're you're sorry for that, but yeah, like as a value proposition, Xbox One is fucking leagues ahead of PS4, mate. Like unreal. Like four um, K Blu-ray player built into your. Yep. Like I, I'm so happy with like the Xbox One S purchase. Like I mean, I spent what like. 200 on the well less than it was a bit less than 200 but 200 on the console plus uh got cophead and uh pubg got the subscriptions and i now at this point don't really need to buy any other games 
on the Xbox One this year, I don't think. Like most of the oh, no. most of the oh, all the first party yeah. ones that you bought on Xbox Four, you're getting for yeah. free. Yeah, like this is fucking absolute win for me. So I'm down for that. I mean, Microsoft's done a like a lot of good things for consumers, and this is just another one where they're going like, "What does the consumer want? The consumer wants value for money. They want to play the the latest games. They don't there want you go. lag by streaming. <laughs> they don't want lag by streaming yet. Download the games. Boom, boom, boom. Ticks all the fucking boxes. There you go. Uh, consumer absolute win for them. Like unreal. If they could just fix their uh, UI yeah. on the dashboard. I mean, then... it's usable now, but I mean, it's mm. still not great. Yeah, I don't really like the dashboard, but like having said that, I've still played my Xbox One this year a lot more, a lot more than my PS4, which is fucking crazy because I bought a PS4 Pro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's weird. I didn't ever think you'd be saying those words. I know, but I mean, like it's got the games that I want to play. Plus, like with the Game Pass, it's got all those mm. games that I just like try out, and some of them are good, some of them are shit. Yeah. But I, I think I've been games I've got on the fucking PS4, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'll play, I'll play the Xbox instead. I know, but I mean, I think, I think that will probably, this will probably like jump back and forward over the course of the year when the the PS4 exclusives and stuff like that come out this year, like things like God of War and uh, Spider Man and stuff like that. Because I'll, I'll play first, all of those. Right. And I'm any, not the any first of God of War, uh, it looks yeah. impressive, but I've never mm. been that big a fan. I've finished one of them, two maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. I only Spider-Man. finished the uh, I only finished the like the last one, uh, Ascension. Never played. No, well, I did play the other ones, but I never finished any of them. Spider Man is a hit or miss. The games always are, and it's not enough, sadly, for me to buy a PS4. No matter mm-hmm. what you think, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what I think will be the system seller that I think is enough is how Last of Us Two looks now that it's fully next gen. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be interested to see like if that actually pans out to be as good as it looks. Yeah, but I mean that's a while. That's a good while away. Yeah, like that's a oh, yeah, year you're at least. A year away. Yeah, and it, it, it might end up being a platform as well because the PS Five mm. might be in the works by then. So mm. yeah, but but in related news to the uh, to the Xbox One Game Pass news, uh, an Austrian retailer has uh, decided to stop selling all Xbox consoles Insane. and games. <laughs> Fucking idiots. I mean, you're just at the end of the day, you're just cutting off like one of your revenue streams. And the thing is, you can fucking, if you're a like retailer like that, you can have the codes in your shop to sell to people, and you'll still get yeah, money, make money codes. off that. You, you can want. have the Game Pass codes. You can have the Xbox credit fucking things. Xbox like, Live. Yeah, people still want to come in to the shop and buy that with physical cash and give it to you. These, so, these sort of shops are the ones that are going to. F- because yeah, sure, shops like. They'll still function, but it'll be retro. Once everything was fully digital, there'll be no trade-in value, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm fine with that. You know what I'm like. I've adopted digital probably more than you, I would say. Um, probably more than well, most of my friends as well. Well, well, see, like well, I I've have been on gone... it since the three sixty. No, no, remember, I... so. no, no, I, I know that, but like I've gone pretty much all in digital on PS4 at this, but at this point, apart like, but I mean, I I, I buy it in a weird, a different way because I like essentially what I do buy is if I'm cheaper game... and then trade the game. Exactly, yeah. So, like, I'll buy the game day one, and then uh, once, it, and then trade it while it's still expensive to trade in, still get a decent value back for it. Trade in, and then I'll buy the game if I want to play it some more. I'll buy it when it's in a sale. So yeah, I'm do I'm doing all digital. I'm just doing it frugally. And if the games were cheaper day one, I would buy them all digital day one because I'd much rather yeah, have the games. Once they go, f- once they go fully digital, they will make them cheaper because there's a lot less. Cost. 
just just now obviously however it's mm. happening it's costing them more but i mean like like you know i've i was basically as you could see with my list from years ago i was basically all digital on the 360 which is helping mm. my backwards compatibility library like mm. daily mm. more or less right so i mean i would i'll have i'll happily buy games digital right not always day one but a lot more than like even a lot of folk because i'm kind of done with training plus i'm lazy like i'll get bored with games really quick like i want them all in the console especially mm. switch more so I'm mostly fully digital. I've only got four <laughs> yeah. physical because I can't be bothered swapping the carts out and it's laziness more than anything. And plus portability, mm. like if I'm in the plane, like going in my bag, like getting out a cart, you know, like it's it's not too much a hassle, but it is a hassle. So like for the ability to have them all on the console and I've got 128 gig memory card, that means I'm pretty much covered for probably the next two years of Switch. There's not going to yeah. be many games unless I stop deleting games there's not going to be many that's going to need most of that memory card i do think there will come a point in the switch's lifestyle where they'll basically nintendo will come out and say yeah at this stage the games need you to have a sd card like some of them are already saying that um but i mean like digital is the future and like like i was saying sorry back to the point our shops won't become obsolete because there's always still going to be a retro market but mm-hmm. say 40 50 years down the line is there still going to be that retro market when like 360 and PS3 games stop um, working because they need a day one patch or they have to be online to work, you know? I mean, some of them are like that already. Your PS4 and Xbox One games are totally like that. Yeah. But I mean, I would imagine Xbox One, if they do a new one that has a disk drive, like all of those games will work going forward. Same with PS... Like PS5 will be battles compatible. I fucking guarantee it. It has to be. Like they... The amount that Microsoft's like the amount of goodwill that Microsoft's got off of doing that, like Sony, are like oh, yeah. yeah, okay, PS Five is battles compatible with PS Four, yeah. in design phase, like it has to be. Yeah, it has to be that. That will have to be one of their main headings. Like PS Four discs must be able to work and digital mm-hmm. games, because mm-hmm. digital libraries, like you said last week, are thousands now. Like mine was already. Not a lot of folk done it in the 360, to be fair. It's more widespread. I hear folk now, like even the casual gamers that come in and work sometimes, I don't have FIFA to trade this year because I couldn't be bothered going out in the rain or I couldn't be bothered waiting for it. So I just, because EA are doing the incentive, like if you buy it uh, off of them digital, you'll get it three days early. And FIFA players yep. are obsessed with getting it as early as possible to start. And you get the team. stupid point things yeah. as well. Like, yeah, oh, so- can I 800, like, oh, or like five extra boxes to open and then a box a week for the next six months yeah, like, well, yeah okay, you get that and give me boxes with the likes of like EA Access as well you get to try the game ten days early and stuff mm-hmm. the digital games so I can see a lot of casuals just going okay that's fine with me and the trade in market will die down not in our lifetime maybe but like some at some point it will die down not fully but i mean game shops will start becoming not a thing and it will just be a store that sells the digital passes but i mean because mm. you can buy them at your supermarket will there be a need for game shops in the next 40 years i mean i hope there is <laughs> i hope there is because but then again look at blockbuster video like netflix killed it yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, uh, could could you imagine, like, a world where Blockbuster didn't exist when we used to go back and we, no. we used to go into Blockbuster every single yeah. Friday? But we're in a world where <laughs> it doesn't exist because Netflix yeah, and pushed it's gone. out. And, like, yeah. I'm just saying, digital gaming is going to push out physical gaming. Like, slowly mm-hmm. but surely it is because everybody said, ah, there's no way streaming and that will work, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to happen. Like, everybody I know has got Netflix. Everybody I know has got Netflix. Yeah. Like, and the people, and the people that don't live in the Stone Age. Yeah, they actually do. <laughs> and, like, that's what I mean. Like, Blockbuster died. It was one of the last mm-hmm. heroes. I don't even remember Global Video. I used to love that. And yep. now we don't have video stores to go in. 
Um, and I think it will end up the same same with gaming shops. I mean, the biggest name in Britain is Game has been basically waiting to die for years. And that's not me lying. It has been. Like, look at the facts that printed in the newspaper. It was bought for a pound and all the debts to yeah. millions. So yep. gaming shops are a dying thing. And it's a shame, you know? Like, it's just the simple truth of technology moving forward. And as good as this tech is, like... Shops like Game Center, Game, like um, Game Station, all these ones, they're not going to be around like when like my kid grows up. Hmm. Maybe know, not I, as I soon think, as that, but I, I do think I do think that, I do think the game will die because I think it's like just a really shit company. I mean, the amount of problems that they have, like yeah, they, I was trying to be tactical about it, but yes, but you know what I mean about gaming and as a whole. Look I, at I, the, yeah, gaming I mean, is I slower think, to follow that model, but it's going to happen. Yeah, once the I do think the other ones, I do think this. the other ones will. Yeah, no, I, I, totally, I do totally agree, but like, I do think the other ones will stick around, even if it's just for, you'll have your codes, plus they'll have posters and Funko Pops and all that sort of shit in it. Um, but like, but every, see, every single time I order from games, there's always a problem. Every yep, time. same, as like, you know, the listeners in the show know, like, yeah. the only reason I finally got a double here was because our Amazon managed to get a hold of the special edition. It wasn't a game exclusive, which isn't mm-hmm. a good sign for game because they used to always get the exclusives. Now that Amazon's kind of muscled in on them this year with WWE, at least that I know of, um, mm-hmm. it looks like games not being trusted with the special editions because they failed to meet my order. Like even the mini SNES game couldn't do yeah, it. Oh, that's right, yeah. That yeah, was my they latest take one. Too many orders, and then they go, oh no, no. I, do you know I ordered a T-shirt, right? A T-shirt mm-hmm. from Game mm-hmm. because I saw it in a sale, and I'm like, oh, this is a fucking cool T-shirt. I'd really like to have that. It's five pounds. I'm like, cool. I'll, I'll buy that. So I bought the T-shirt, paid my money. They took the money instantly, straight away. Switch, and uh, three days later, they sent me an email and said that, oh, we've issued a refund to you. Um, we can't send you the T-shirt. Yeah, but they've like, kept okay. your money and they get interest off your money. And how many? Yeah. For, well? Yeah, and it took three days again then to clear back onto my car. And I'm like, fuck's sake. Um, but then the thing is, like, after I got that email, um, maybe, I don't know, an hour, <clears throat> an hour or so after, uh, I was scrolling through Facebook and saw an advert for the same t shirt, right? <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, and it's 9 99 <laughs> That's bullshit. Like, that so, is bullshit. So you, you had this stock. But you didn't want to sell it to me for a fiver. What the fucking fuck is that, mate? Why would you yeah. advertise it for five pounds and then, and then not like no it. one? Like it's yeah, it's, no sense. It's a bit like with me. Like obviously they order X amount of special editions. Like it happened to me in store as well as online. Like the past three mm. years with WWE, um, I think this is the first time I've managed to get the special edition where we've done this show because of game. Mm. And it's because Amazon managed to get it because I'm sure the Hulk Hogan one that came out that I really wanted. Um, with the ring mat and stuff like don't get me wrong the John Cena one's cool but mm. like Hulk Hogan better and yep. uh, game screwed me over with that uh, I think it was the Batman one I hadn't even or- ordered the one with the car and they cancelled my order which was the Red Robin edition um, and they said we couldn't That's fulfill right, yeah. it because there's no car and then I said okay can I just get the Red Robin edition instead and they said no because we're sold out now and I'm like what the fuck game um, and like I said um the, this year with the mini the SNES obviously there was limited options to try and get mm. that SNES uh, they kind of screwed me over with that as well because they didn't have enough stock and what mm. they're doing is taking the pre-orders putting the special editions in and then they're only going to get sent like nope we're only assigning you 100 but hold on we've mm. got 500 odd pre-orders it's terrible it's a terrible business practice to do that but like I said they've got everybody's money already and because they've been yep. to get these editions for years and years and years 
I've had no option but to go, oh, well, I've lost it. I'll never get it now because these special editions, especially of the wrestling, like, don't get me wrong, they go cheap for a while, but see when they become harder to get, the prices mm. in them goes fucking astronomical. Yep. Because you're actually getting then... memorabilia with it. Like, I've got a signed yeah. picture by John Cena, do you know what I mean? So, hmm. yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's really just a picture of a ring with no, no one in it. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> it's, still, it's a signature by someone anyway. Meaning... Yeah. I got an action figure <laughs> where it was an empty plastic. What's it called? <laughs> I mean, it's a limited edition yeah. action figure and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, people broke it up and they've been selling eBay for more expensive than the special edition cost. Some of them already. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, they will bought them out. Do you know what I mean? Like, someday yeah. will have some left over and it'll be like, these are not worth much. Here's some for a sale and I'll get annoyed. But I, I've got them in my office. Like, I quite like them. I wanted to keep all the stuff. I didn't buy it to sell it. Um, so it's just really annoying the way the game works but I'm glad that Amazon's at least took one special edition I hope that's a sign for brighter things because at least Amazon are guaranteed to get you the stock they will not hmm. advertise it and say nah we don't have any as, as far as I've had experiences with Amazon I've always got everything I've ordered even if maybe there's a delay but Amazon's a big enough company far bigger than game that even if they run out of stock and I've ordered it and paid Amazon will make sure I get it do you know what I mean? Like, do you know I ordered something on Amazon, right? And it wasn't even through directly Amazon. You know how there's, like, you can buy things on Amazon and then they get yeah. shipped from wherever. Like, I ordered something that came from, like, China, right? right. And uh, I think I waited two months for it, right? And it, and it hadn't showed up. So I, I, like, I should have claimed and whatnot and said, oh, this item hasn't turned up. Um, can you resend it? Like, and they're like, oh, we'll just give you a refund and you can reorder if you want. And I was like, okay, so... I I reordered another one of the thing, and then maybe two weeks later the thing showed up. They didn't already refund him though, so I'm like, okay, yeah, they've done that enough. And it was like a it was a different thing that I ordered again because it was uh, just slightly different. But but yeah, so they gave me money back and I got the item. I'm like, okay, but to be fair, it took three months to deliver it, so. Yeah, but that wasn't Amazon. If that was a sale, no, no, I know it wasn't Amazon. But like at the end of the day, like it's because it's through Amazon's thing that the the people don't want to get bad feedback on Amazon, so they go, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, we, like customer service, blah blah blah. There's your money back. Well, Amazon, okay. I think, are a bit like PayPal, where the customer's always right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like um, yep. I've had that before. The item didn't come in time. Uh, I said it's not arrived. I want one. And a week mm. later, guess what? The item was with me. <laughs> it was just a delay, so I didn't complain. And- I was quite happy and Amazon kept a customer so yep I mean there will be some folk that take advantage but I would guess that Amazon kind of picks up on that if you keep doing it and doing it and doing it yeah I mean like I wouldn't take the piss out of it do you know what I mean like no. I, I could have I could have turned around and gone oh by the way this item like did come in the end do you want me to pay for it <laughs> yeah but you didn't but then Amazon would tell you you know, they would so, probably tell me, no, no, it's okay. Like you can just like, keep it for the for the inconvenience of the delay. The yeah, that, yeah, that's fine with me, Joe. Uh, anyway, we better we better rattle on with the news here. <laughs> Get yeah. through this. Um, okay, so uh, sales of the Nintendo Switch in Spain have now surpassed the Xbox One. Holy! So apparently, yeah, yeah, Xbox, yeah. like Spanish people don't like the Xbox One. What? That's weird. I, I don't I don't get it. But they like the Switch. Switch is well justified of that, but. Strange that it's outsold the Xbox One already. Um, maybe they were early adopters and no one was buying them. Yeah, I mean, could have been, or maybe they had like maybe it was. It works out. It'd been a really good price in Spain. I don't know. Um, Epic has confirmed that it is indeed going to shut down Paragon. You bought this game, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I was a early adopter. Founder thing, yeah. And how many? How many hours did you get out of out of it? Because it was like thirty quid or something like that. 
for the founder pack. Much. 60 quid. Six, six hours, maybe. Mm. Worth the money? No. It was shite anyway. Um, as far as I am aware, though, there are refunds involved in some way, so I would look into it just in case you're entitled yeah, to a refund. Yeah, but then again, look how Marvel dude me out of that. Oh, that fucking Marvel dude like, shit, yeah. I didn't even get a year out of it. Like, that's ridiculous. That's been the worst mm. one recently um, because I bought quite a few packs and it's like, I didn't even get a year's worth of use out of it. Do you know what I mean? No. I've kept DVDs longer from Blockbuster. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's shutting down in April. So I would, I would look into that and see if you're entitled to a refund. Because okay. you might you might very well be. Um, I think we'll skip that 25 Switch games. Plus we, yeah. we can talk about that next week. Um, okay, here, so here's a rumour for you that's a bit of a fucking crazy rumour. Apparently Microsoft is preparing to buy EA. You think that's crazy, but Microsoft have got deeper pockets than Sony. They do, okay? I mean, they they've got a huge... <laughs> no, no, they do. Uh, they do. They do have a huge fucking business. Like, I mean, much, far, far beyond like X, the Xbox brand. Like, they've got all the Microsoft PC shit, which... Probably where they make all their money. Flight simulator for the win. Yes. Yeah, but they're, they're loaded. But hypothetically, say this happens, right? There's, there was two other ones that were announced in an earlier one, right? Can't see Valve happening at all. They won't sell to Microsoft. I nope. could see, I could see PUBG, like we were talking about, uh, PUBG Corp. But yep, EA is a bit of a stretch. But say it did happen because they've got a good relationship with the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. they've got it in Origin. They've got it. Oh on yeah, yeah, Xbox, access now, yeah. Right. Sony told them to piss off, right? Yep. What if what if Microsoft go? How much money are you talking? Bill Gates just kept digging and digging and digging. Goes tell me when to stop, and they went, okay, that's enough. Okay, you're we're owned by you, and we get to keep all our jobs, right? And Bill Gates is like, yep. What if Microsoft turned around and went, okay, but see this year's FIFA, you can only have it on the Xbox because you work for us, and they allow them to release some of the other games. Well, they wouldn't have to allow them; they would own them. Then what if Microsoft started keeping the sports games? PlayStation might end up dying off if they do that. Uh Right. Okay. So here's here's and, and let's say hypothetically. This is right? hypothetically Hy- Microsoft by EA. So I, I, I said, what if what if Microsoft buys EA? Right. Here's what here's what I predict would happen. Microsoft buys EA. <laughs> and the most likely thing is that what is that it would be the same as Minecraft. Uh, FIFA would continue to be released every year on all the consoles. Blah blah. But blah, Microsoft blah. would end up getting the money for it. Like they do in Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. So Microsoft makes all the money on it at at the end of the day. So they're happy because they're making the money. But what the and and I, however I do think I mean something's going to happen with Minecraft sooner or later where they're going to make Minecraft two or the sequel to Minecraft yeah, whatever it that may has be. to be Minecraft two yeah not necessarily Minecraft two but like something you know something the new game that's the new Minecraft basically yeah because um, they must be fucking working on something else those guys can't just be like Minecraft continually skins. making Minecraft better forever and making but then all again, the different look what they did to Rare. like oh my god maybe they did that to Notch's company and went okay forever you're in the base next to Rare making avatars <laughs> just make infinite skin packs for every single yeah. fucking franchise in the entire world <laughs> once you've completed that then we'll talk about doing something else <laughs> but no I mean I think, I think they'll have they'll have some because I mean those guys are talented developers they will have guys there that have good fucking ideas and it would just be a matter of time before one of those ideas comes to the forefront and they go that's a great idea let's push yeah, that and make it make it a thing and it will yeah guarantee it will be Xbox exclusive there's no well, way that the other thing that I could see also Andy mm-hmm. hypothetically obviously if they did this was Mass Effect used to be Xbox exclusive I think there would mm-hmm. be titles like that they would say is now only for Xbox you know mm-hmm. like I think the sports titles would be multi-platform 
because there's too much money to be made in both. But I think they would rain back in like Mass Effect the next one, maybe like Tank Dead Fall, Space, things like Tank that. Yeah, Fall. yeah they, that would end up Xbox only. Yep, and I mean Microsoft could be planning to do that, like as they are uh, to get a new first party studio in there because they don't have that many first party studios. That well, are apparently doing the, the rumor started because Microsoft have announced they are looking for more partners for exclusive games. And yep. obviously, like they would start with the big boys, do you know what I mean? And mm. um, the name's been thrown about from a source that's talked, and apparently this source does come up with some good things. So they might be talking to them. I can't see EA working a deal with them. I couldn't see Valve. I could see Valve less, right? But EA, I could see yeah, potentially, be- because of the relationship Microsoft have, this is a could happen. I'm not saying it definitely will, or it's like, I'd say 60% chance of happening, or at least talk's been taken serious. Yeah, I I do totally agree for you. Like Valve, absolutely no fucking way that will ever happen. No, they're like never no, in a million we're years. Fine. No, because yeah. then Steam would be part, part of Windows anyway, and they would own all the assets for yep. Steam. They're not selling Steam; it's worth too much. Uh, and PUBG Corp, though, I'm at, I, we talked about this last week, and you thought maybe it's already happened. But what if talks are still continuing and they keep adding zeros? There's going to be a magic company to go. Okay, yes, we're exclusive. Yeah, I think that that is uh, that is a win, not an if at this point. Um, I mean, they've been they they've said that maybe it'll come to PS PS4 one day, but like that's very that's been very coy about it. Like they haven't said yes or no, and I get they're trying to push the Xbox version. Yeah, but I think this might be to do with the top. Yep, and and that game's not going to go away from Steam though. Just to just to be fair, but uh, you could easily have it as a. Con- yeah, console exclusive, no problem. And then, it's- and then, whenever the sequel releases, it's, only it's Xbox. fucking Xbox only. Which is, I mean, Xbox has PC as well, though. If you remember, though, because it's yeah. Xbox One, Windows Ten, Windows play anywhere, store. blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, so it's not. So they can put it Yeah, that's fine. Like, I think that that you're hundred percent right. I think the EA talks will be taken seriously, but I don't think Microsoft will be able to put down it. I think they could put down enough, but I don't think they will put down enough to buy someone like EA. Do you know what I mean? Whereas PUBG, they mm. could buy them for what it would be more than they want to pay, but I still think it would be mm. pittance to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it would probably be worth it just to have that brand because that brand's fucking huge right now. You'd huge. probably need to pay over the odds for it. Um, probably you're talking like maybe a billion at maybe, the moment. Well, it's hot. You can, yeah, you can maybe get it maybe, maybe somewhere between five hundred million and a billion. That's kind yeah. of what you're talking like. Figure the likes like. of EA, has that money though. The likes of EA, I think you're talking thirty billion, twenty billion to thirty billion, mm-hmm. easily twenty to thirty easily. billion. I mean, easily. they make they make like ten billion dollars a year, a year. like yeah. on FIFA. So I would <laughs> you say, know what I mean? I, like, I would say thirty billion around that ballpark. 30, mm. Twenty to thirty billion easily is what it would take to even be considered. And Microsoft will know what EA is worth. Do you know what I mean? They'll know mm. exactly what it's worth, and they'll be trying to get it as cheap as possible. But they'll also be wanting to be serious. But I don't think EA will go through. I think they'll maybe work out a deal for more exclusives for Xbox, like they used to have. You know, like mm. um, obviously Mass Effect and whatnot. But yeah. I can't see EA going. Yeah, okay, we'll just come to you because then all of a sudden, yeah, we're not in Switch, we're not in PC, and also yeah, we are not on PlayStation Four. It's cutting down EA's monopoly, but I don't. I mean. EA gives no fucks about Switch. Like the FIFA no. game that's on there, like they half-assed. They, they half-assed it, and they they don't care whether it sells or not at all. There doesn't seem to be as long any as other teams in it. coming to Switch. <laughs> Never yeah. mean the clear mode or any of the fun. <laughs> doesn't seem to be any other EA games on the horizon for the Switch particularly. So that's but not really you, a revenue stream. Do you think by the, 
you think by the end of the year then the, it will be announced that Microsoft purchases PUBG Corp? Uh, yes, I would almost guarantee that. Um, I I do think the EA thing has some legs to it as well, though. Um, yeah. And I could see a, I could see a world where Microsoft buys EA and does have the exclusive access to fucking FIFA and Madden, and yeah. that is massive for them because, like, I mean, on 360, that was the FIFA console. Everybody yeah. played FIFA on it, and, and in America, everybody played console. Madden on it. Yeah. Exactly. So, and they want to they want to get that back for for the ongoing generation say not like I mean they've said this is generations are dead this is Xbox yeah. one generation yeah. it can continue forever if they can get the future FIFA games like say FIFA 2020 is exclusive to fucking Xbox, Xbox. that's like, insane think how many people will go okay well I only play now. FIFA <laughs> I'll just buy an Xbox then and I mean they don't yeah. they don't care about the other shit on it all they do is play FIFA and they want to play FIFA with their pals if they're only going to be able to play that on the Xbox One, they'll buy an Xbox One, guaranteed. I mean, you're, I, you're instantly selling 20, 30 million Xbox Ones to people who don't have them right now. I think, like, see for the licenses that EA own in the sports world and the, mm. the cash cow that Ultimate Team is, I think mm. even offering them 40 billion and mm. just sitting back, you'll make that back over the course of time and you will fuck over PlayStation sales. Uh, now, now, if if Microsoft, let's say Microsoft did this and started putting yeah. out yearly FIFA games on their own, um, not included in Game Pass because these would be EA published games, so they're yeah. not quote unquote Microsoft Studio games, so they're still getting the sales and whatnot, all that shit. Yeah. It's not going to be in Game Pass. Um, it'll be in so EA what, access. Or drink it'll be in EA access. EA. No, no, they would still have EA access definitely, um, but it, it will be. Yeah, it will be the case of like you try the demo of ten hours, blah blah blah. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, people that play FIFA. And like just play FIFA, play play a lot more than ten hours. So yeah, we're well, gonna get see, their money see anyway. See most of my customers that are the big FIFA guys, they always mm. play the ten hours and use all 10, like the week before mm. the game's out. Mm. Whereas like I play a lot of the UFC game and it's out in two days. I've barely used two hours because I treat it like a demo. Even though your progress transfers and you still get achievements, I still treat it like a demo. So I'm like, I'm gonna, not going to put that in. But a lot of the guys that come in my shop and a lot of chefs I used to work with like mm. have used up their ten hours of FIFA like. Yep. Two days and two days before, because all they play <laughs> is FIFA and Call of Duty. Yep, but, but I think that what would happen is that they would go exclusive to Microsoft, FIFA, Madden, mm-hmm. all the NHL, all that shit goes totally Xbox, yep. and and then people would Xbox go, people would one hundred percent go for those, and you would not lose um, much sales off of doing that. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't think so, and it would be for Microsoft's bottom line. It would be made back up by the hardware sales and the other games that they would sell the oh, yeah. uh, the Xbox Live and the, the Game Pass and all that shit that they would sell on top of that. Um, so that that would be a hundred percent a great move for them. What I think Sony would do to combat that is Sony would then make their own like football and NFL games and shit like that to combat that. Maybe they wouldn't be able to get the licenses, but they don't necessarily need the licenses. Like. Pez every year is basically a better football game than uh, than FIFA every year. Apart from it doesn't have the licenses. Yeah, but it's not so, going to make a difference to the casual fans whether it's good or not. The casual fans are with FIFA. What's the licenses? FIFA. Hundred percent. Yeah, but I mean, for the PlayStation people, they do still want a football game. They want an NFL game. Sony will work out something and be able to do uh, their own version of it, whether that be partnering with Konami for like a, a exclusive Pez or whatever. Okay, so this um, is or, this is interesting, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We said what well, we predicted thirty billion, twenty to thirty billion. Mm-hmm. EA only made four billion last year, right? And I don't know how that's much. Pr- how that's much profit, the though, is it not? Were. That's profit, yeah. though, is it not? 
All right, so e, sorry. Oh, guess what? We were one hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. Today, EA's enterprise value is thirty two point eight six billion. So when mm-hmm. I said throw forty billion at them, that would that would be worth yep. it. Yep, yeah, they're, they're, they're worth 32 billion, so we were in a, around the right ballpark. Yep. Um, we we got our finger on the pulse, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's really not shit. so. Like, for anybody that's interested in this nonsense, uh, if Andy, are you in the All Games chat? Uh, uh, I, will po- I, I am in there, yeah. That's, oh, the, okay. that's what I've just looked up and uh, cool. tells you. That, that, that was a good guess from me. <laughs> 30, 20 to 30 billion but like 40 billion would seal the deal 40 billion mm. would seal the deal if it's worth 32 and you're offering them well 32.8 call it 33 you're offering them an extra mm. 7 billion and their jobs the guy that owns that will self if they offer He'll 40 go, billion fuck this see you later guys I'm, I'm cashing out <laughs> yeah I'm cashing out you have all still get jobs fucking rich but I think Sony would do like uh, see what they've done with the MLB game yeah they do their own MLB game, like I think it's. I'm sure it's. Every Sony year would MLB. start making their own sports, their, their own football and stuff like that. Yep. So they they do MLB the show every year, and because uh, I, I can't remember who had, who who was made the MLB games before. I'm sure he did it, and they made like the same yeah, no, game it was 2K. every year. Two K. Okay, two K. And it was and it was essentially Shite. the same game every year. And then Sony partnered up with Sony's studio been and had phenomenal. The, yeah, and had the exclusive. Uh, and got the exclusive like fucking MLB game on their console, and and it's like I mean I don't like ba- uh, baseball, but I've what from what I've heard it's fucking brilliant, and it's like it is the best baseball game, and that put the other one out of business, not out of business, but like it stopped that company from making baseball games because nobody bought them because everybody bought this game instead. Yeah, so I mean I think there that's is what happened. you'll get like Sony yeah. football and Sony basketball, Sony ice hockey and Sony American it, football. It definitely would be called that, to- but but yeah. It would be something along those lines. They, I mean, they, like it's FIFA, whatever. Every year, it could be Sony eighteen, Sony Football eighteen. Like, yeah, but they, they won't would get come the up with some name for it. But I, I mean, I don't think that it, it just depends, right? Because Pez doesn't have the licenses at all, and Pez actually just lost the Champions League license to FIFA as well. So they don't have pretty much any licenses. Like sometimes they'll come up with like a license for one. For one or player. two teams in the league. <laughs> no, no, the players are all there because the players are just the names and the the likenesses and stuff like that. I don't know how quite how that works, right? In terms of, but none of the players are exclusive, so they've got all the player names and shit. But they just right. don't have the team names or the team strips or any of that. So it's weird. But they're all still there, and you can jiggery poke it around with it and make it work. But I think Sony would come up with something to uh, to combat this in some way. I bet it won't. There's no way you can combat FIFA. And like, I know, like. I would say, I would say half PlayStation Four owners in Britain, the half of the fifty percent of PS Four owners in Britain are definitely the owners. I'd say as high yep. as half, right? So fifty percent of them would go, okay, I can get COD and Xbox, but I can't get FIFA and PlayStation. Yeah, I'll just trade mine in and get a Xbox. Hundred percent, that would happen. Yep, and and all our friends would do it as well. Yeah. So it would be a massive, massive coup for Microsoft to get that and to go FIFA. Like I think if they did do this and they did, uh, and and they did come out and announce it as part of the announcement, they need to say like FIFA games will now, like FIFA and Madden and all that shit. And now be exclusive to. And in comparison to EA, Microsoft as a company is going to be worth one trillion dollars by twenty twenty. According to right, okay, so EA is yeah. fucking small then by by yeah. comparison to Microsoft. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Bill Gates just recently gave away a shitload more money as well to uh, 
charities and shit, so he's got money to burn, do you know what I mean? And he can yeah. make more money. Like, if he buys EA, it's going to make them more money, make the brand bigger. So, I I mean, it's a smart move for everybody involved, really. The only people that is hurt from it is Sony, which Microsoft doesn't give a fuck about. No. So, hi, I kind of hope, I, I do kind of hope this does happen. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know why. I just, I'm really curious to see what Sony would do if Microsoft got exclusive FIFA. <laughs> Sony's apparently struggling as a company right now. Yeah, I mean, the PlayStation brand is doing really, really well, but apart from that, like, like PlayStation's their biggest brand now. Like, because they don't have the laptops, they don't have the same music stuff, like, they're, all their other departments are not doing anywhere near as well. TVs and that are doing okay, but they're not setting the world on fire. So PlayStation's, like, their main brand right now. I, I would estimate that PlayStation, sorry, Sony are worth a lot less than Microsoft. Oh yeah, I'd I'd say they're nowhere. Like Microsoft, if this guy's saying in two years they they will be worth what is it, a trillion dollars or three a trillion, trillion dollars? Yeah, a trillion dollars. That's a billion billion. I yeah. don't I don't know. I would say Sony's maybe worth what seven hundred million, maybe. No, no, it'd be probably seven hundred billion. Yeah, seven hundred billion. That's what they're worth. But I'd say Microsoft probably <laughs> seven hundred billion, right? So mm. Microsoft. What say nine hundred million right now? Hmm. Maybe more. Hmm. Maybe Sony's not worth as much as that because you forget like Microsoft's been a bigger company for years. So yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's... Sony has Sony has a lot of rights in Blu-ray and stuff like that. Though you remember, you've got to remember, and they own four K, obviously, and four K and and CDs as well. Like they were big a big part of CDs, so they've they've obviously built up a lot of money from that sort of shit. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I, I I really hope that does happen. Like honestly, I, I hope Microsoft does buy EA. Just so I want to see what happens. Would you basically fully switch to Xbox? I know you're not a big EA gamer. If Microsoft started snapping up all the publishers, is what what would keep you on Sony apart from trophies? I mean, that like like with EA, that makes zero difference to me. I mean, at this from this point the going forward, <laughs> from this point going forward, I can only see myself having both consoles. Yeah, but what, like, if they, what if they bought Ubisoft? What if they bought Ubisoft? I mean, I would just buy Assassin's Creed on Xbox instead of yeah, PlayStation. When Xbox, the new Xbox came out, mm-hmm. like, what? How much would it? How many companies would Xbox need to buy? That's my question. Uh, okay, Xbox would have to buy in order for me to not, Konami? not buy a PlayStation next gen. Xbox, no, Konami, Konami, fuck no. Uh, they only do pests and pachinko machines now. They don't do it in Metal Gear. Fake Metal Gear. Fake Metal Gear multiplayer online game. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could they could probably buy Konami for like a pound and go, Konami, a pound? <sighs> go, off, go for it. And they're like, you'll take on all the debts? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Konami don't care about uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, I mean, I would just buy the Ubisoft games on Xbox. For me to like say they both came out next gen and Microsoft had bought up like all the third, all of the third parties, I uh, I would still buy a PlayStation. What if they bought Square? Um, if they bought Square and had a Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy game and Tomb Raider, all exclusive. exclusive. Uh, Tomb Raider, like to be fair, I did buy an Xbox One just yeah. to play Rise of the Tomb Raider. So I mean that is a compelling argument for me to buy an Xbox One, but not necessarily over a PlayStation. However, if they have 
new see Xbox to whatever, right? Mm. And it's exclusive to, and I, I don't mean exclusive to Xbox One, right? See, only on Xbox, um, and it's Final Fantasy. Then I would be much more reluctant to buy a new PlayStation if it didn't have the Final Fantasy game on it, because that so is Square why would be the kicker for you. <laughs> Square's one of the kind of kickers, yeah. But that would be that's why I bought a PS3 um, and didn't buy a 360 because Final Fantasy 13 it was at the time was announced to be coming yeah. to PS3 only, and it was only later yeah, that changed. they changed it and put it on Xbox 360 yeah. as well. Because so um, everybody else, everyone else I knew had an Xbox 360, and I was like, no, no, I'm not going to buy it because I want Final Fantasy 13. I'll get a PS3. So it's not going to happen. But if they buy before next gen, they bought never mind EA, but say they went and bought Ubisoft and Square, and all the games were only on Xbox, PlayStation would start becoming useless to you. That's what it would it, take for you. To I mean, it. not necessarily useless, right? Because you would still have you would still have the the first party, first party. PlayStation yeah, content. Is, is first party enough? Imagine PlayStation only had first party games. On on I, PlayStation, I, I think it just about is because you've got your Uncharted, your Last of Us, your God of War. Like when did Last of Us come out? When did Last of Us come out? Two thousand thirteen, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's what five five years and there's still not a new one. It's probably going to be six or seven before the second one comes out. So you're going to be waiting seven years between games, and that's enough to keep you. But well, you've Maybe. had you've had like two or three Uncharted games in between that. You've got a War games, like all the other shit. So you there's, think that's enough... still be enough to buy a six hundred pound console day one? There's enough first party Ubisoft stuff there, or Square. <laughs> I don't. I think there's enough funny. first party stuff there that I would be, I would be very tempted. I think the first party stuff next, is very compelling. Next next gen obviously won't be for a wee while, right? Not for Xbox anyway, and that's if there is a gen, right? Say the Xbox Z comes out, right? That's mm. not going to be till 2020 at the early. They yep. can't do another one now, right? PlayStation, I would say, might sneak in in 2019, maybe at the tail end, right? With a PS5 mm. and go, we are a new console. This is a whole new generation. Um, but I think Xbox is going to stick with it, and they're just going to do like an Xbox Z. They might rename it, but it's going to be, there's no such thing as backwards compatibility. The games just come out, and slowly they'll phase out the older models, right? Mm. So, I think, say PS5 came out 2019, and they announced Xbox 2, we'll call it Xbox 2 for 2020, mm. I would probably not get the PS5. I would probably wait for the Xbox. That's that's the stage I'm at now. I hadn't swayed until I weighed up what I played more, mm. and the way the Xbox, they, they came out the gate and they flopped. They came out saying yep. it's an entertainment machine and they're still trying to pull it back from that. I think they've pulled back, but it's taken to mm. this year, which is mm. what? This is their sixth year, fifth year on Xbox One? It's taken uh, like... Yeah, it's 2013 that came yeah. out. So five years. Five years and that's them finally hitting their stride. But at this point, mm. PlayStation isn't doing enough for me and I'm sorry, as much as I love Spider-Man, that one game isn't enough. Even Last of Us 2 will have to blow my mind for me to go. What I think PlayStation, to get me back, would need to do... Final Fantasy VII exclusive. That's what would pull me back. And I know that's going back to Square, so that's a big thing about Square for both me and you. Yeah. If Final Fantasy I, I VII... Actually, I think that's that's a, almost a guarantee that that's an exclusive. I don't see that it, coming out. That, that is my point of getting a PS4 again, then. Yeah. That's what I think. And by that, and obviously I'll buy Spider-Man and Last of Us 2. Yeah. I'll buy all three of them. But, like I said, for next, but I'd probably just buy a PS4 Slim because they'll be dirt cheap by the time yeah, yeah. Um, Final Fantasy's out. Plus Shenmue 3, I'd probably buy one back for that. That's Sega, right? So that's weird that 
I was off Xbox completely. I got an Xbox One before you guys, before Fraser and you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I had the chunky one because when I went back to the Tudor before my wedding two and a half years ago now, I decided I wanted one and it wasn't great. And then I got I got used to it and it was okay, but it was left. Uh, just now, like I said, it's very hard for me to see PlayStation becoming my main console again. But hmm. I'm saying this just now, Seeing a year's time if they announce the PS5 and it's like holy fuck the Xbox One X looks shite now. Look at the right, games yeah. that Sony snagged, mm. then I might sway. But at the moment, it's happened again. Like I've went PlayStation Three from the beginning of it up, up until just before trophies came out, and I swapped to 360. And like, not that I didn't have a PS3, like you know, I've been multi-format as well for a while, but yeah. like. At the moment, like it's swayed back, and like I got rid of my PS3 eventually, and I only rebought them just before we started this show. Um, you know, to get like Journey was was it Journey that swayed me back? Yeah, it was Johnny, yeah. and uh, and what was Tokyo it? Jungle, uh, Tokyo Jungle, yeah, yeah, that's what swayed <laughs> the me Pomeranian. Back. So that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not writing it off, but very difficult just now to see how I can mm. be swayed back at the moment. And it's weird mm. that Xbox seemed to take the Xbox 360 beat PS3 hands down. The reason I got a yep. PS3 was for a Blu-ray player to start with, and then I only liked it at the end of the life cycle. But it seems to go this way for me always. I'm Sony straight away, and well, since the 360, it sways me like closer to the end of the generation. But then at the very end, I tend to jump back to Sony. Do you know what I mean? As my main console, and I've always got a Nintendo in between. But the Switch is a serious player this time for me. Like I'm playing well, it's far just more now, Switch. Though. Yeah, that's a just thing. Now. Like. True. Until until such point as like it can't keep I mean, up third, with the games. Yeah, yeah, the third party stuff is going to dry up on it because it can't handle it. They're not going to be able to run properly on it, or they're going to be really compromised versions of it on the, yeah. on the Switch. Anyway, like that's... what happened with the Wii. Yeah, but but it's different for the Switch because it's portable. You can get away yep. with it portable. Well, um, not in the big screen stuff. Then not in the big screen. Going to start going. Uh, this is a gimped version, but if I if I'm buying it just to play portable and, it, and if it's a cheaper version, for example, I'm True. okay with that. Well, that will branch into like what we've played this week, right? We'll yeah, end yeah. The news there, right? So yeah, the, talking about the only other, the only bit of news was Spec Ops: The Line is, th- is now uh, battles compatible on uh, Xbox yeah. One. Fucking great gameplay. It's a good game. Yeah. Um. So talking about that because that leads in nicely, like excusable because it's portable. WWE 2K18 gets slated because oh it doesn't run as well, it's slower mm. and blah blah blah. I used to play the P. I played handhelds quite a lot. I'm a big handheld fan, as are you, right? I love my PSP. I remember sitting the day that it came out for the PlayStation 3 or was it Xbox? One of the WWE games, right? Say 2011 or something. And I bought it for the PSP day one instead of the others because I wanted to play it handheld. Mm. Now, that didn't look as good as the other consoles. I didn't complain about it. Yeah, the, the graphics weren't as good. The Switch, I bought WWE 2K18. There's a lot of folk listening going, ah, oh, terrible game, blah, blah, it's awful. They've patched it. It's the developer that ported its fault because they ported the full game. Like, they just ported it straight from the next-gen things. <laughs> now, there's no way this was going to function properly, so it worked. They obviously just usual. ran it through the Switch filter. Mm. They went, yeah. here's a Switch converter. Like, let's yep. just push the button and, let it, and so, let it take its three days to change but, the code. But but for me, that's not a big deal, like, because Switch isn't my main console fully, mm. right? I play it a lot more because it's easier, especially with Baby, to carry yep. that about than to pause Xbox. And Tasha's like, okay, you're pausing that. You're not playing it. Can I watch the telly? So I've got my Switch. Mm. WWE dropped to £26 with the season pass, right? And it's, it's not even been out a year. Deal, man. Like, yeah. Mm. 
And I'm sorry, but see for a portable version, Nelson even bought it today at work because like it came in and I tested a switch with it and I went, This isn't running as bad as the reviews are saying. For a handheld version, Nelson and we were talking about when we were at Ramada and we used to play the mm. PSP when he goes, For a handheld it looks incredible. I mean it's got full entrances, it's got full career mode, it's got everything the console versions have, but it just needs fixed by two K by patches. But from what we played at work, yeah, it's, it's fully playable. I played it tonight. It's fucking fine. I'm trading my Xbox One version in because I'll get more use out of the Switch one because it's got the full features. So see, by next year, all they need to do is go, right, look what happened here. NBA got praised on the Switch, as you know, because it was the full version. But yep. remember when we talked about it? They got the full team plus a separate Switch team. They do that next year for WWE, and I'm going to be buying Switch only. Yep. That's how it is. But like I said, like we talked about, handheld because it's a handheld, and no matter how you look at the Switch, yes, it can plug in your telly. It's a handheld console. It's just, like Andy said, probably the best handheld console because it's pushing both boundaries. But for a handheld version of that game, I'm I'm not a mug. I don't look at the Switch and go, yeah, that's as powerful as my Xbox One X or the PS4 Pro or even the PS4 or the Xbox One. I see it as a handheld from Nintendo mm. that the third-party games are never going to be as good because Nintendo are always mid-gen consoles. And that's just what I accepted. So for me, WWE... I can, WWE looks fine to me. There's a bit of slowdown. Who gives a fuck? It's a handheld version of WWE I can play on the go. And I'm, go- I'm going to finish the career mode on it because I can play it. So I, I really hope that they bring Pez out on the Switch next year. Yeah, yeah. I want ice hockey on it. I'm kind of even disappointed, even though it was yeah. a bad game, that um, old time hockey. Oh, yeah. Um, that was meant to come, but it can because I think the sales didn't do so well. Hmm. Um, but I mean, like, the Switch for me, I'll. Like I said, I'll buy game. Like if I'm starting to play it more, like obviously there'll be games that I won't switch. Like there's some games that I just wouldn't buy. But I mean, look at you with Arkham City on the Wii U. Oh, you had a better time. You had a better time than me. There, there are going to be some games that run better on Switch just because the way it's designed, the Switch handles it better. Like I'm mm. not going to say it looks better, but it might run like Bayonetta One on the Wii, on the Wii U runs better than it does on the PS3. Yeah, it totally does, which is strange. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> I don't that's know why, I mean. but it does. Yeah, but that's... You know what I mean? Like, so, for me, for WWE... It's not going to. I'm not playing it through in full 4K with HDR with Xbox One X enhanced. It's not going to look mm. as good as that. But for me, if I'm going to... I want to play the WWE game. I'm never going to probably be able to get a good enough time to sit down now that I've got a child for, like, three hours in front of the telly when Tasha's, like, there watching it. So... Mm. I'm fine. Anyway, we'll move on to the rest that I played. Following on from last week, I played Star Fox 2, right? Uh, okay, so the, this, this NES one, yeah. Yeah, because as you know, I was playing Star Fox during the show yeah. and I couldn't pass the level and I'd done it by the end. It's different from the first and it feels like the game has been pushed out and not fully finished, right? Because it kind of feels like a light version. In Star Fox, you had the levels, you had an actual level you flew about. In this, it's like planet defense and you have to go between planet to planet. But in between that, you have to stop missiles getting to Earth and it's almost impossible to get to the further out planets without Earth getting blown up. So I might just be crap at it, but I mean, it looked really nice for what it is, but it's not as good as the first game. Like, definitely not. I might go back and play Star Fox 1, but Star Fox 2, you're 100% right, Andy, wasn't worth it. We'll move on to the. We'll, we'll talk about the the mini snares like uh, when we branch over to you. Mm. Um, the, the room three finally finished it. Nice. Um, I, and I got to the end of Andy, and as I showed you, there are multiple endings. This is going to have to be me going back because I finished the game with some objects I hadn't used. Now I finished the room one, the room two, and I used everything because they've only got one ending. But the room yep. three, 
I got the first ending, but there was still some places I hadn't been to. I didn't expect it to end there. Like, it was kind of bound towards it, but I'm like, hmm. So I will go back to it. The room's incredible if you've never played it. Go on any handheld device that's a mobile phone. Not not any handheld device. Go on any mobile phone that's decent. Download the room or one tablet. and thank it. Or tablet and thank us later. The room's incredible. So the room three was the finisher of the trilogy, but they just released the room old since. Now, this game's fucking awesome. All the room games are good, but this one could beat the first one. It started out that good, Andy. Nice. Um, the second one is probably the weakest of them all, but it's still one of the best mobile games you get. It's a yeah. game that's designed for phone, and Andy even hates phone games, but this is a game that wouldn't probably work in any other console. Maybe the Switch or the Wii U or the PS Vita, but they're not going to yeah. come to that. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see these on the Switch. Like, I could I'm, see them on the Switch. I would I could see them on the the Switch. Switch. No one else. Yeah, but I could see them on the Switch. To be fair, it would work on PC, and I'm sure it is on Steam. Yeah, but the whole niceness of the room is the touchscreen. Touchscreen, yeah, and the, the fact that it's, it's open it's in the perfect. boxes. Yeah, the yeah. the actual touchscreen controls are perfect. Flawless touchscreen controls. Like it feels like you're unhinging the box. It feels like you're pulling yep. open the door. You know. Um, so the old sins don't want to ruin too much because it just came out. I, my first game I ever pre-ordered an iPhone. In <laughs> fact, the, between the room and the Mass Effect game uh, was the reason that I swapped to Apple, as far as I remember, because I went out and bought an iPad exclusively for it. And right. then I ended up getting a more, uh, an, an iPhone uh, to get rid of my Windows phones that I was on. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Windows phones. But the reason I bought them was because at the time I was a big Xbox, Xbox gamer yeah. and I got achievements through my phone games and it had the Xbox app and everything on it. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. Um, terrible phone, don't buy them. Um, terrible phones, yeah. <laughs> the, rem- the remote sins, however, it's obviously more polished. As they get on, they look better and better and better. Um, starts out with a dollhouse and oh, it's, I don't want to spoil anything. But in these games, you basically get an eyepiece which makes you see things that aren't there. It's all about the null element that you can't see. And just honestly, like, go back in and finish the room three because even if you just get the ending that I got, the bad ending, you're some of the puzzles were really tricky but the room's a nice game because it always gives you three hints the first one if you're stuck gives you hmm, perhaps try over there a vague hint second one goes a bit more in depth and the third hint basically tells you yeah yeah do this mother if you get to the third hint then god help you but this is a game you never need never need to use google for um so anyway, I uh, played a bit of Splatoon 2 because Fraser just bought it. I'm all halfway to level 20. They've added in some new maps and new weapons. They do this all the time. And I think this is a game that's going to keep going and going and going because of obviously the Japanese sales and the esports market. Nelson just picked it up today, so we might end up being able to get a squad if Nelson keeps it because he's enjoying it so far. Um, what sold it to him was the toaster boss. I showed him that on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, the, the Room 1 and the Room 2 are both on Steam. Uh, but the room nice. three is not. They're like four quid awesome. on Steam. I'm sure yeah. they play fine with the mouse. Yeah, but it These does get... feel better, more tactile. So much better in this touch yeah. screen. Yeah, you you pinch the zoom and all this, double tap, you swipe out and just work mm. real well. It's probably my favourite game with touch only controls. Um, yep. The room, the rooms are all usually about five pound, but you'll probably be able to get the room one on three pound, maybe now, maybe not even. I know I they go in sales. Like two, I think the room one's like two pound. Two pound. Yeah. 100% worth it. I've paid a fiver each for them. We've mm-hmm. talked to the guys at Eurogamer. Like, hats off to them for the old sins. Um, anyway, played a bit of Splatoon. NBA Playgrounds, I'm actually still loving this game. I'm halfway through the game. I've beat Shanghai now. I'm onto one of the I think. New, no, London maybe I'm at now. I just love this game. It's so much fun to play and the update's so much better. Um, 
adding on to that, I rebought NBA 2K18 on sale in the store because I just wanted a game that had a season mode. Like, because I'm not getting my soccer and I don't like FIFA, and there's no like, any other game really apart from NBA on it, and it's a superb game. I've fired that back on. I'm, I'm, I'm shit at the game, but I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. Um, and finally, the last thing that I played, I played a bit of Super Mario. Like I said, I'm going to finish that because I've never finished the first one. I'm maybe World 5. What I'm doing is taking no warp zones. I want to see all the levels and play through them because I know where the warp zones are in like a few of the levels, but I just want to play through the entire game. I'm enjoying it, um, but some of the levels are really short and some of them are really tricky. Um, lastly, I got... No, I've already talked about WWE and Switch. So... Mm-hmm. Basically, that's all I've played. That's just those games there. Obviously, having a child makes it harder to play games. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. Um, we've got some news about a new feature we're adding that's kind of fan interactive or listener interactive because you might listen just waiting for other shows and you're not actually a fan of us, but you can take part if you want. Andy will announce that at the end of his speech. But Andy, you got a new console this week that the good listeners probably have guessed that is talking. Tell us about that and then what you've played. Yeah, I did. So, I mean, I mean, like I did, I did get this last week, remember? Um, but I hadn't actually done anything with it. I'd just oh yeah, essentially taken it out of the box. However, uh, I did get it all set up in that this week, and I did uh, hack it. So I got I picked up the SNES Mini, and I did do the hack on it to uh, put a bunch of fucking bunch of games on it. Um, I think I got almost almost three hundred on it. Yeah, I've got mine down to two sixty. <laughs> yeah, I think I ended up with something like two eighty or something like that. Um, but yeah, really. Uh, really happy with the oh, uh, really happy with the purchase of it and the the hacking of it was actually fairly straightforward the the guide that you sent me was like was for the the NES but the the chap that did that guide has done an updated version for the SNES it works basically which, the same way which it does work kind of the same but I thought it, I did like it better because it was showing me the more up to date version oh, of yeah. Hack because the NES version it's... is is an older version yeah, it's more just because I went through the 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 steps with the NES already, so mm-hmm. I didn't. I just needed a reminder. So sorry yep. for sending you the wrong one. But no, no, no. But like, but that did point me to that this guy who I, I actually should give him credit to be fair because it was a very helpful video. Um, what was his name? Uh, I'll, I'll click on his video so I can I can find out what his his channel's name was. It was uh, ET ETA Prime. There you go. Uh, that's that's whose video we used to. To hack the hack the mini snares and he yeah, and because... he did a great job of like explaining it in really simple terms because I watched another couple of videos of other people doing it and yeah, like and they, they fucking they go into so much detail and in depth about it that you just don't need to know um but that guy did a totally straightforward totally easy to follow uh, guide how to do it it was absolutely perfect and it worked an absolute treat uh, did you dump your kernel for your console before you hacked it yeah of course of course I did. yeah. So, so that means, yeah. So that means that if it if you do have an issue, then you can reflash the kernel on it, and that basically sets it back to stock, which is ideal because it means that if you ever did want to sell it or whatnot down the line, you've got that file there, and you can you can just stick it back to to factory, and and you're fine. So, and Hmm. Andy before he bought it was saying to me, obviously, is it worth? Now my answer was. If you're buying it for the 20 games built in, you would have to love those 20 games and never want to mm-hmm. play any other ones. Mm-hmm. I, I, and what I advised was, if you hack it, it is 100% worth it. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, yeah, so I paid like £68 for it. Uh, um, and yet the, the one I got was brand new. It had never been used. 
like <laughs> uh, apart from maybe to, maybe to be tested <laughs> but uh, like I opened it up and all of the cables were still wrapped so I'm pretty sure it never been yeah. touched but um but anyway like uh so I booted it up and all that and got the got the hack going I, I actually like plugged it in to make sure it was working first and just like I played I can't remember a level of something just to make sure it was all working on that and worked fine and so went okay cool that's fine I can just hack it did the hack worked absolutely fine it, it took me actually a lot longer to hack it than what I thought it would because simply the process of narrowing down which games I wanted to put on it because yeah. there are like uh, the the file that you can download which has all the SNES games in it has over 700 games in it and you can't fit all those onto the actual SNES there's enough space on it so you have to narrow that down to like we say like somewhere under under 300 and for for me a lot of the games I hadn't played <laughs> so I'm like hmm what if I delete a game that is an amazing game and I'm going to like because I'm probably only going to do this one time moving the game yeah, but I know but I know you can drop and change I know you can but like most likely, I'm probably not going to do that. So, because because I would say about a hundred of the games. Are... Yeah, so I mean, there are some there are some that some games in that that don't work, and it does tell you that when you put when you try to put them on, it's like this game won't work. You're like, okay, um, or things like uh, and there there are so many like FIFA games and Madden games and all the other like football and uh, NFL games that to this point there's not really any point playing them anymore because. They're really antiquated versions that you don't need to play. There are so many better versions, so you can scrap all those, and that kind of gets you down around maybe four to five hundred, depending on how ruthless you are with it. Um, and, and then you can start weeding out the games that you will probably never play, like any of the ones that you just have absolutely no interest in, and delete all those. So, but I would say that process took me about five hours to go through them all, because while some I was like, "Oh, that's a cool name," I wonder what that game is. And I would look it up and I'd be like, oh, that looks interesting, I'll leave that in. And the other ones, that would be like, okay, I'm not interested in that at all, and delete. But I, th- I think that adding the box art to it helped me, because I looked through the box art and I'm like, oh, that looks shit. And some of the games have deceptive names. Yeah. But, like, I can't remember what it was, but it was a few of the games that were uh, not really labelled as football games or like uh, American football games or NHL games or baseball games that actually were. <laughs> And you can only tell that once you look at the box art, so all yeah. those got to fuck. Um, but anyway, as far as like the actual gameplay goes, completely flawless. Like, if if you told me uh, when I'm holding the controller and playing it, if you told me I was playing a real SNES, I would 100% believe you. Yeah. Because it is absolutely lossless. It's the best emulation I've ever seen on any fucking console I, oh, yeah. I've ever come oh, across. Yeah. And it is one-to-one, basically, for the original console, which is insane. <laughs> Like, cause it's smooth and upscaled. Yeah, it's smooth and upscaled, right? But like, if you if if you took my old self, like my young self, and brought me to now, and you said, "Oh, there's the game that you're playing," I don't think it would notice the difference. Maybe not, but now that you're older, if you back to NES with its original connector and compared it to this, you would notice the difference. Yeah, this looks better. <laughs> if anything, because yeah. the the pixels are just that wee bit sharper. But anyway, um. Because, I mean, I've played some of these games on a, on an original SNES and they still look and, and feel great. Some of them. Not all of them. Um, but, yeah, the the amount of games you can get is insane. And and I did, I, I did fire through and try out quite a number of different games uh, with varying degrees of, of success. I did leave on They Are Sensible Soccer because that is one of my all-time favourite games and they've never bettered 
uh, sensible soccer as far as football games go. Even any PES and any FIFA game, sensible soccer is the greatest football game of all time. Um, however, it does not run on the SNES without a further emulator being added to it. Uh, so I need to look into getting that. Uh, now that does run the risk of adding of bricking it so I'm kind of I'm a little bit apprehensive about doing that so I might like watch some more YouTube videos of someone else having done it first (laughs) yeah and about the risks and stuff like that before I actually do that but I did add it on there so it's there if I ever want to do that but anyway um, as far as the games that I did play um, I jumped in and played quite a number of different things I I tried Hook because I was looking around for a game for us to talk about to play um, yeah, I take I it. Did hook. you did you do like I did? Because back in the day, licensed games used to be fucking awesome. So you did you just go for like Animaniacs, like um, Tiny yep. Toons, Hook, yep. True Lies? Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I did that for <laughs> most of them. Yeah, just about every single one of the licensed games. I'm like, oh, I never realized there was a game for that. I would, I'll fucking check that. Out. I love that thing. Did back you notice the there's a Tom there's a Tom Clancy game in this? One of the first, the Hunt for Red October. Hunt, Hunt for Red October. Yep. I played it. <laughs> I played it. It's yeah, it's a submarine shoot. It's a submarine game. To be fair, it's a submarine shmup, which is a bit mm-hmm. different, and it's okay. Like I mean, it's, it's not right. terrible. Like it's about what you would expect from a submarine shmup. It's quite yeah. kind of slow, but uh, but I mean, yeah, it's okay. Like I, I don't think it's great, but yeah, it's <laughs> all right. Um, Hook is terrible though. Like, <laughs> oh my yeah. fucking god, do not play that game. Like, uh, yeah, so he plays. He- Here's one yep. that surprised me before you talk. Mm-hmm. Have you got yep. the mask on it? Yeah, I do. I haven't tried it yet, though. Wow, that game's fucking good. Some of the graphics in it, that's like one of those hidden gems. Like, I've never played the masked video game, and it's actually really a really good platformer. Like, mm-hmm. some of the graphical bits where you can, like, go, it's like, how do I get through this? And it's like an air vent in the wall, and you push mm-hmm. up, and he goes <laughs> in through the air vent and out the other side. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I did not expect that to happen. So, anyway, nice. sorry, hook. Yes. But yeah, Hook is uh, Hook is utterly terrible. You play as Peter Pan, but it's obviously oh, the Peter old Pan. man Peter Pan. Oh. Who's, but he kind of looks like a a kid ish. And uh, the, I mean, the first level is you fighting against like Rufio's like Lost Boys, um, and you are dressed up as Peter Pan. So it's kind of like that part in the movie when he first wears the Peter Pan outfit, and you can't quite fly. <laughs> yeah, so you can't quite fly, so you can kind of float a little bit when he's jumping. But he moves unbelievably slowly. Now, I don't know whether that's because he's not used to his powers or whatnot, but Jesus, it's so bad. But if you do die, like, what does he... Like, his clothes fall off, and he's wearing like, the businessman <laughs> suit underneath it. <laughs> oh, Which is kind of funny, but it, the character just moves too slowly for it to be any fun. Yeah, so I did not like that at all. Um, the cool thing about Akna is each, mm-hmm. each game still has four save files for the game. Mm-hmm. So you do need to, to do be that. Able to leave some space though for your save yes. files. That's the only thing. And Which I didn't you know to to reset the console without getting up and going over and pushing the actual console, you can hold select down and hold the down on the D pad, and it will put you back to the menu so you can yep. save. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally great for that. Um, apart from that, I did I played a couple of games where were which were games that I played on the Amiga and fucking loved them. Like these were my favorite games when I was a kid playing on the Amiga. So, Zoop. Which were, uh, did you ever play a game called Gods? Nope. Nope. So, Did Gods not. is on this, right? And it was, an, it was an Amiga game and it's been ported to this. And it's not a particularly great port. It feels very clunky in this day and age. So, I did not particularly enjoy playing that. And I feel like I have ruined some of my childhood memories of that game. And even worse than that is the game called Oscar. And I, okay, I've I, never played that. 
Right, so it's like a kind of cutesy 2D platformer. He plays like this cartoon cat thing, I think it is, or something like a cat anyway. Um, and you go through this in like different kind of film worlds and you have to pick up Oscars, which are like little, okay. trophy, little, they're little trophies of the main character, who's called Oscar. Um, and it, each level has like a different theme. There's like a Wild West one and like a sci-fi one and that sort of stuff. Okay. And yeah, and on, on, the, on the Amiga... It was amazing and like it was so clear and the definition was amazing. But on this, on this particular port of it, it looks an absolute mess. You cannot tell what is what. Like the little Oscars are very small and in this they blend into the background ridiculously. And there are some almost impossible jumps in it as well. And and I played this game a lot when I was young and, and, and it does this particular port of it. I think it's just this port that's a bad port. Um rather than the, the actual game being being bad. Um, so I'm going to choose to remember that the Amiga version was amazing and the SNES version sucks. <laughs> but uh, So I played I played those. I also tried uh, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe on it. <laughs> Just, I don't know even why I left that on there, but it was average. Like For the time, I, like, I would have probably liked it back in the day. I'm sure I did. Um, it's definitely not as good as Sensible Soccer, though. That's the only reason I'm tempted to hack the Sensible Soccer as well, but anyway... Yeah, and uh, the other thing. Did you play Zoo? Played... Do you remember Zoo the Ninja? I love. I do remember Zoo. I remember we played it at Eurogamer as well, and it's a great yeah. game. Um, and I have put it on there, but I haven't, I haven't checked out on the SNES yet. I can't remember what we played it on at Eurogamer. It was like a Jaguar or something like that. Jaguar, I think it was. I, I, that's another game that I love. The advertising because the Chopper Chops in the Sweetie Land mm-hmm. in the first level. Yep. Does, uh, is that still in the SNES game? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, well, sorry, I take Maybe. that back. I am not nope. sure. Right, <laughs> I will find out for next week probably. Um, but the only other thing, I, uh, the only other two things I played on the SNES was uh, I did play so a few levels of uh, Donkey Kong Country Three Dixie's Double Trouble. <laughs> I said that is yeah, that is what's called, and yeah. that game is fucking incredible. Yeah, like that. I know you don't like it, right? But that game is easily my favorite of the Donkey Kong countries in fact of all the donkey kong games and uh that is i'm gonna play through this entire game i'm playing it for like play the one... first two though <laughs> I, I might go back and play the other two ones after this but this is this is, was my favorite of them and uh holy fuck it's good like it's the it plays so perfectly on this man like it takes me right back and i can remember how to do all the moves and everything i and i haven't needed to look anything up so far i'm like okay yep so I'll and I, and every level I can remember it. I'm like, yep, there's something over here. Okay, yep, there it is. <laughs> and just all See, the collectibles and shit like that in that game, just I, so good. I don't think I ever finished it. I think my biggest problem was I liked Donkey Kong as a character, and the second one it was uh, Diddy Kong, and this one you had Kiddy Kong, Dixie, and maybe Diddy as well. And I just didn't get around to it. But I definitely these are three of the games I won't be finishing. I'm sure I finished Donkey Kong Country before, but I'm playing through that slowly but I just love the art style and everything and that's from a British publisher it was rare well it's obviously rare but um, hmm. I will play through them but it's it's such now I know Nintendo purposefully knew, they knew that somebody was going to hack it I mean they left the messages remember saying please leave it tidy and hmm. um, they knew this was going to happen yep. and ROMs are still kind of a grey area where like companies don't even exist anymore so they don't have claim to the licenses do you know what I mean and yeah. stuff like so it's 
it is it's fringe like you're not going to get arrested for doing this you're not going to get fined or anything but like i think nintendo could have been a bit nicer with the games they put on it do you know like they could have easily put three donkey kongs on that and it wouldn't have cost them a penny more totally agree uh i'm not really sure why the three donkey kong games aren't on there because they absolutely should be like if uh if i think that if if i couldn't play those three games on this i wouldn't have bought it yeah like <laughs> it is worth it to me just to be able to play that trilogy of games and yeah, I, I know i'm okay. starting off by playing the third one but because the, but that is my favorite one um <laughs> But, but yeah, like, uh, I mean, there are some other real great games on the SNES. And, I mean, the other game that I really, really want to play that I never played before is uh, Chrono Trigger. Oh, yeah, so I took it off in Final Fantasy Mystical Quest because I loved that game. Don't know if you right. ever played I, it. See, I, ne- I never played that either. Like, I will try the Final Fantasy games on it, but, like, Chrono Trigger is one that I've been... I've been toying up buying a DS and a copy of the DS version of Chrono Trigger for, like, a good few months now. But now that I have this, I have Chrono Trigger, I don't need to do that. I don't need to fucking go and buy a stupid DS with its tiny screen. I can play Chrono Trigger on a normal size screen. <laughs> so do you think you'll be keeping a hold of this console? Like, is this one that yeah. you're just going to keep now? Yeah. Nah, this is, this is locked in at my system now. Uh, like, I have... Although, I mean, this thing's so fucking portable, it's unreal. Um, I've yeah. put this... I've hooked this up so that it's plugged into my and I actually really like the way that I've hooked this up because so what I've done is I've plugged it into my PC monitor so yeah. upstairs in, in my uh, in my podcast room um, I discovered because I was like oh I wonder uh, I wonder if I'll need to swap back and forth between the HDMI ports between the HDMI cables because that'd be annoying because like obviously my uh, monitor is for my PC um, yeah. but I discovered that my monitor has two fucking HDMI ports in it so I'm like boom, this is meant to happen. I'm supposed to have this thing. It's supposed to be in here. So I hooked up. Perfect. Uh, and then I tried, I put on the SNES to play and I'm like, oh, there's no sound in it. I wonder like, if I put the... Because uh, I wasn't sure if... I've never ever used the speakers on my monitor because I've always had my PC hooked up to like my PC speakers. Um, so I have no idea if the monitor even had speakers. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I don't know. And uh, when I hooked up, it didn't have any sound. So I'm like, okay, well, the, piece, the monitor must not have any sound. Um... But then I plugged in, there's a headphone jack in the back of the monitor. I'm like, okay, well, if, I wonder if I plug that in, then I'll get sound. And I still didn't get any sound. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe the sound is broken on it. But what I then discovered is that you can change the uh, the sound source on the screen mm-hmm. to be uh, from the HDMI, from which HDMI it comes from. So I changed it to be always from HDMI 2, because I don't mm-hmm. ever use the sound from my PC. So mm-hmm. the sound only ever comes from the... Uh, the the mini snares now, which is I'm I'm totally fine with that. Like it's not on right now, but if it was on and I was playing and, and I had it doing something, uh, you would hear the sound coming out of the speakers. Mm. See, I've but, I've done kind of the mm. same because um, this will end up downstairs though once uh, Alexa gets a bit older and she starts mm. putting trying to put pancakes and whatnot in my Xbox. <laughs> so the Xbox will end up up here because you know I've got a TV and my PC monitor. I'll mm. end up needing to get a new monitor because this isn't its way out. Um, but like it's on the TV just now. Uh, I've got the SNES and the NES, and it's perfect for like sometimes I'll fire it on during the show, or like sometimes I'll, Tasha wants stuff downloaded, and while it's downloading, I'm waiting to put it on for Plex. I'll sit and play a bit. But mm. this will become like I've got my HD Mega Drive downstairs, so downstairs, like in a few years, I'll have the Mini NES, the Mini SNES, and the Mini Mega Drive, and mm. the Xbox will be upstairs exclusive. Mm. But I mean, up here's it was a Nintendo room for a while. Mm. Well, I don't have the Wii U up here, but. 
I mean, I would love it if the GameCube came out so I could totally have like the NES, the SNES. Do you think they're definitely going to do a GameCube? Do you think that's dead set now after the, the feedback for these two and I, the demand? I definitely think they'll do N64. I don't know about GameCube. N64, you, I would say, is almost a dead set. Because the, the, the thing is, like these will be Nintendo-based um, emulators, obviously, that they've been working on, so they, they're yep. going to have to look flawless. Whereas GameCube's never really been able... When, once CD gaming came into it, none of those mm. emulators well as you know even the best emulator for a snes like you were talking about earlier but we didn't finish talking about the best emulator mm. still get lag or bits where bits of the yep. pixels go missing and stuff and mm, yep. you put up it but this there's nothing there's no slowdown there's no, no like not even on em- the roms the roms are like yeah. all basically perfect as well the ones that run i mean there, yeah. there are a couple that don't run but all the ones that run i've had absolutely no issue whatsoever so, with N- nintendo's reverse engineering is obviously because like they've made it spot on so i hope they do the same for the Four, but I reckon, like you said, the four will be the last one because they want the GameCube games to sell on the Switch for the the yeah. eShop. That, you know, so I yeah. think six, sixty four will come out next year, but GameCube games will launch on the Switch, and that's how they run mm. it. So from from GameCube up, you need a Switch, and the other ones you can buy the mini mm. consoles. But I've heard no whispers about the mini NES coming back out, and it's still pricey as hell because that was a small, small batch. Whereas the SNES well, has already had its two. Yeah, I mean, they did say that they're going to uh, relaunch the the mini NES as well this summer. Yeah, but that's so what you, I'm you, holding off for because yeah, um, you, I want you're to get an influx of it this summer. I want a second controller. Um, it wouldn't surprise right. me if they kind of updated or well, no, I think they'll leave it the same. It will be hackable the same. But I wouldn't can, surprise me. Can if... you not use the the second controller for the SNES for the NES? No, uh, I've it? not tried. I've not tried that yet. It should theoretically work but it might i might have to do some controller mapping with Hakshi, if you know what i mean depending yeah, yeah. um but like i've got a feeling see the relaunch of the nes they'll put in a longer cable for the controller yeah they will yeah yeah <laughs> yeah which is quite annoying but you can buy an extender for three quid which I'm, i keep forgetting to buy but i will um but the one thing is like i could a second controller is always good to have but like the pricing for the second controller for the mini nes is like 25 quid but they were 7.99 mm. to buy so i'm just mm. going to wait for the second wave to come out with hopefully a longer controller cable and just do it that way yeah i can imagine so i mean it, it doesn't it, it's not really an issue for for me personally where i'm playing it right now because I mean, even if the cable was really short, it wouldn't matter because I've got yeah, it like on my desk. At some point, say Bethany wanted to that. play, and you're down the stairs yep. with it. Yeah. So, but I mean, with this, with the the snares, it's fine because the cables are long enough. Um, I do love the like how portable the thing is though, because essentially, so like light. I've got it, I've got it like plugged in via HDMI to my uh, to my monitor, right? Um, and the other cable is just the micro USB, which I've got plugged into my PC, so the PC is just powering it. And it does mean that if I ever want to do any more hack cheese stuff with it, it's plugged straight right in there, and I can well, I can do it right then and there. The good the but good thing that, that I test hmm. that I tested, I've got it plugged in my TV, and it was on the PC. When you've got hmm. it, when you open the hack cheese program, the screen you can be looking through your games. The screen will go and have the hack cheese logo when you're uploading stuff. But it's just hmm. literally a case of if you keep that SNES ROM folder, which is what megabytes it's not even a gig or anything like that yep if you keep that snes folder you can constantly swap them over you know what i mean like whenever you want you just tick them and boom within two minutes you've got a whole new library on your your snes mm. but yeah i've really enjoyed just jumping about and trying like a bunch of different games yeah. like i say some have been better than others i'm gonna i'll jump into different things here and there uh, as well i do love how like i say i do love how portable it is though so if i do want to take it downstairs i won't even take the cables with me i'll just yeah. unplug it and uh, I'll just unplug it, take it downstairs with the controllers, plug it in using an HDMI cable from something else, and then plug in 
the I've got a Chromecast plugged into my TV, so I'll unplug the cable from that, plug that into the SNES, and I'm good to go. Like, you could take this on holiday with you. You yes. could take it on holiday. You could take it to hotels because some TVs, if there's not even a plug, have got a USB port, and this takes yep. that little power. All you need is a, a USB to mi- mi- micro USB, and you can power that thing from a telly and plug it in with the HDMI. Yep, it's it's fucking great. Like if you're gonna hack it, it's one hundred and ten percent. No, sorry, I don't say one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent worth it. One hundred percent, ten percent is not rule number. It's one hundred percent worth the worth what you'd pay for it at retail. Okay, so um, have okay, you played so, anything else or? Oh, the one game that I wanted to mention with regards to the SNES is the mm. new thing that we were, we were talking about. So, cool. um, because obviously we're kind of getting into some retro stuff here, we wanted to uh, start doing some stuff to try and play a bunch of different games on this because we've got so many and we want an <laughs> excuse basically to play some of these. And uh, we'll try to essentially discover some of the uh, the hidden gems that we might not have necessarily played before. Like, I mean, we know about Super Mario World. We know about Donkey Kong. Like, these are great games. We know about Super Metroid, Chrono Trigger, things like that. But I'm sure there's bunches and bunches of different games. So we're going to try to like highlight some of them and do them as uh, taking a leaf out of Game History 101's uh, book, sort of game clubs. Um, so every, every week we're going to pick like a different kind of retro game and uh, play it out and see how we get on and talk about it on the next week's show. So for uh, the game that I have selected for next week is going to be The Incredible Crash Test Dummies. SNES version. Which is on the SNES. I, I don't know if it's on. Is it on the Mega Drive? Yeah, but we'll be talking about the SNES version. Yeah, so we'll be talking about the SNES version, but I assume the Mega Drive version is similar if yeah. you do have that kicking about. But it is available on, on the SNES Mini if you do hack it, so you can you can get it, or you can play it emulators and whatnot. So if you do want to play it, it, it is around. You can you can find it. Um, Obviously licensed on the fucking Crash Test Dummies. I didn't even know this was a game. But oh, I, I knew I'm it was gonna, a game. I had the toys. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything about the gameplay because when I played it, I was I was very surprised, and uh, it had a very cool thing that it did in the game, and okay. and I'll be interested to see what you think of it uh, next week. So check check that out, and if you want to play along, uh, you can you can download that and uh, and check and it join out the chat and all games. And join the chat and in all games next week and uh, and let us know what you think. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that. Um, the only other things that I did play was I've basically what I'm trying to do just now is I'm I'm trying to I've been buying up a few games that are going to be slightly longer lasting games because I don't want to buy many games next month if any. Mm. So I've tried to buy a few games this month to keep me going essentially until Nino Kuni Two comes out in March because there's nothing particularly that I'm interested in day one in February. Bayonetta Two, okay, I'm interested, but. At the end of the day, I didn't buy it on the Wii U, and I had a Wii U when it came out, so I'm not that interested in it. I am, obviously. <laughs> no, I know, I know you are, but uh, but that's a game that I can kind of wait a little bit on. Um, mm. So I've what I've been doing uh, this month is basically buying a few kind of games that will last me a bit longer. So I I bought Final Fantasy XII again, Hallie. Okay. So I'm going to play some of that. I have not played it because that, that actually just showed up today. But I got it for twelve pounds. Should have got Xenoblade Two if you wanted something to flash. No, I, I get that, but I don't want. I don't want to get into a big RPG that I've not played before. <laughs> See, with Final Fantasy Twelve, I know all the mechanics and stuff like that. I don't need to learn anything new, so mm. I can just jump in and I can I can go through it. Um, 
But with Xenoblade, I don't know any of the mechanics or any shit, and I don't want to learn the whole new set before I jump into another whole new set in Nidokuni. Um, but the other the other things that I did pick up is I grabbed a couple of things in Humble Bundle. Uh, so I bought they had uh they had the Humble Bundle on what was it? It was uh, dude, I can't even remember the fucking name of the company, man. I'll I'll find out in a minute. Uh, but anyway, I did buy the Humble Mon- Monthly for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Paradox, that was it. Paradox. Basically, they, they do like sort of space strategy games, essentially. Um, space and like wartime strategy games. So there's like Stellaris and Hearts of Iron and stuff like that. And it's, so those are kind of strategy games that I'm going to play on PC, point, click, mouse, keyboard sort of shit. Uh, I'll talk about them as I play them. Um, but I did get the Humble Monthly, mm-hmm. which. Uh, the the full one isn't out yet, right? But you get the early unlock. So the early unlock for this one was uh, Civilization Six and uh, Owl Boy. Okay. So Owl Boy is like supposed to be an amazing like two uh, D platformer. He plays like a little boy that's an owl. <laughs> and uh, I tried a bit of it like on PC, but I just it didn't feel right to me on PC at all. Like I know. Uh, this game is coming to Switch though so I hope that if they've optimised the control scheme on Switch then it plays a bit better there but I only played it for maybe like 10-15 minutes and uh, I didn't really get a good feel for it so but I did jump into Civ 6 I was like okay I'll play 10 minutes of Civ 6 instead and I played Civ 6 for like an hour <sighs> like last night and I'm like hmm I should really go to bed <laughs> but that game's fucking amazing it takes everything Civ 5 does and does it better it does have Scottish DLC coming for it as well, which I probably I will no, buy. I have no interest in civilization. But I want to play... I, I'm going to make Scotland rule the world, Ali. Okay. That's a bad 42 idea. 42 Scotland won. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Civ 6 is amazing. Like, uh, what a fucking cool game that is. Uh, I'll be interested to see what other games that they put out in, in that as well. Uh, on, on, uh, on PlayStation, I played two games. Um... I played Energy Cycle and got a Platinum in, mm-hmm. like, 30 minutes. It was really shit. Uh, and I played 36 Fragments of Midnight and got, like, half the trophies in, like, probably about 30 minutes. It's like a 2D platformer type game with randomly generated levels where you need to collect little cubes of light and there's obstacles to dodge and whatnot. It's all right, but nothing to really write home about. I mean, look at this shit that I'm playing on PlayStation Alley. Yeah, sure. For small amounts of time, and then uh, and and then on on Switch, I did try a little bit of Oxen Free, but I was trying to play it. Um, I was trying to play it in bed, right, with the sound off while I was watching something else, and it's actually really it, it's a lot more story based than what I was kind of imagining. And I don't know why I imagined it to be less story based because I know you told me it was fucking story based. But Oxen Free, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, Oxen Free, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one that I'll need to play with actual sound up, and we'll. Uh, but I'll talk more about that next week because I'll actually get into that in the next couple of days. Um, nice. But yeah, the only other thing I played was yeah, the only thing I really played was uh, more PUBG. Played a few more hours playing in duos yeah. with uh, with Fraser, and I, there's not really any more to say about that apart from <laughs> that. I, I'll, I'll talk about it more with like when they do updates and stuff like that to it. But uh, it's fucking so much fun. Like I think I've nearly twenty hours into it now, and still nice. early access, and absolutely loving it. But anyway, we better. Uh, we better wrap what up. What you need to do, you need to jump on Splatoon mm. 2 with us. I do, yeah. I need to I need to dig out the cart. <laughs> uh, 
Should have got digital like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we better uh, we better wrap up. Yes. Okay. So thanks very much for listening, everybody. We've got Ed, um, Patreon for the B team in about fifty minutes time. with chip selling the guys. Um, check out Incredible. Oh no, Incredible. Uh, in, the Incredible Crash Test Dummies. Um, I just knew them as the Crash Test Dummies when I was younger. Me it's too. on SNES for our forty-two game club, which we're going to be doing to get through some of these SNES games because uh, sometimes you're not sure what one to pick. You've got that much choice, and if we pick one a week. Um, we're going to keep going um, but yes check out that and check us out at 42 level 1 on Twitter and uh, we'll catch you next week